After thousands of years, the great civilizations of the galaxy have finally clawed their ways out of the long, dark years. 30 years ago, the Wanaran custodians of Mechatol Rex restarted the Galactic Council, the great beacon on top of the council chamber, reigniting for the first time in millennia. In those early years, terrors began to emerge. The Lazaks returned in a strange and horrific cybernetic form, reemerged as the L1Z1X, and then soon in the Galactic West, gibbering horrors of the necrovirus started swarming across the galactic gibbering ooh i'm already now i'm on board you gave me a fun word <laughs> and matt phoned in but even as these dangers began to rear into focus the great civilizations tended to spend more of their time squabbling over their petty differences and maneuvers for power however Five years ago, everything changed. When the ghosts of Creus notified the council that they believed to have, they'd found the route to Ix, the holy paradise planet mentioned in the uh, legends of so many different civilizations, the galaxy held its collective breath. But Ix was not what they thought it was. And it was actually the homeworld of the ancient Mahakt. And once awakened, they returned to the galaxy in full force, shaken from their internecine squabbles. The council, led by the extra kingdom, Isaro tribes, Embers of Muat, and the newly revealed Argent Flight, created the Calaris, a peacekeeping organization that serves the council and would defend them against the many threats that had gathered against the galaxy. Unfortunately, the Calaris is still young, and while unanimously voted into existence, it was not long before the various factions that had brought it into being decided that they didn't want it to be too powerful or it would usurp their own ability to control the galaxy. <laughs> and so this organization started with the best of intentions, is floundering, looking for a way to complete their mandate with meager resources, uh, unmotivated personnel, and and oversight from a council that really doesn't seem all that concerned with their mission any longer. You have been a part of the Calaris for just under a year. Your cohort, designated Cohort Atlas, works under Tribuni Harka Leeds, one of the newest Tribuni to be appointed to the position, a counselor from the Mentak Coalition. So we descend through the stars and the blurry atmosphere of Mechatol Rex down to Mechatol City. This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, Episode 299, The Gathering Storm, Part 1, an actual play of Embers of the Imperium, a Twilight Imperium RPG for the Genesis system by Edge Studios. With your GM, Phoenix Gruber, AKA Absol197. Performances by Matt Martins, Hunter Donaldson, Sun Sanders, and Kate Thompson. Music by Michael Keane. Where do we find our brave Calaris? Whoa. Uh, why don't we start with Boren Baroman? <gasps> oh no, that's Where? me. I hate going first. That's fine. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, where is uh, Mr. Baroman? Uh, 
this on this day. It's a bright, sunny day in Mechatol. Gull is uh, high overhead. Are you perhaps out in the city? Are you in the Calaris headquarters? Do, do, I, do we have, does our cohort have a ship? Is, is, is it established already that we have uh, No, you do ship? not have a ship. We don't have a ship. Because that's in where fact, I want to be. Uh, you've had three missions so far with your co- with your cohort. Uh, only once have you been requisitioned to ship. Both of the other times you've been required to find your own transport. Boren Baroman is in uh, a- as appropriate a place as he can be near the shipyards where someone won't tell him to go away and get out of the way. People are working here. Uh, and he's he's got his hands behind his back and he's sort of monitoring the situation as if this were his vast kingdom, as if these each of these ships were his own and each of these ships were a part of his great esteem. And he just sits and watches and, and uh, gives oversight to the people working and gets in their way and tries to make sure all, all things are being done correctly, even though he has absolutely no authority uh, in these shipyards. He's just constantly badgering people working on uh, outfitting uh, outgoing missions. <laughs> Excellent. So in the in the very tall under, underground hangar of the Calaris, uh, Boren Broman, can you describe uh, Mr. Broman for us? Uh, probably. Let's see. Boren? Boren is... Uh, tall and slender. Did I say tall? Let's see. I'm checking my own notes. Four foot eleven. I don't remember what's average for a for a Winu, but I think that's actually uh, short. I think the, he's a little. Yeah, he's dude. on the short side. He's little and he's squat, is what it was. Uh, I remember now. <laughs> it's been a while since I like had to wrap my head around this guy. He's slightly older. He's lived a life, uh, and he's he's got kind of a constant scowl on his face, uh, just judging everyone around him that isn't his immediate superior officer or or above but anybody who he deems below him gets just the glare and the and the 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 angry face um a hylar engineer is working at a a terminal uh fixing something that's gone wrong and he looks up to you and blubbers hey if you're not gonna help get out of the way it looks like you're having some issues here. Uh, and I, it's pretty disrespectful for you to be kind of wasting everyone here's time. I'm going to, who's your, uh, who's your superior? Uh, it seems like I need to have a conversation with you. You seem ill-equipped to handle the tasks in front of you. Uh, so uh, just go ahead and give me your ranking officer's name. Uh, he takes off his uh, goggles because he's working with a tool, uh, you know, similar to a welding torch and, and just gives you a squint. He's one of those Hylar that doesn't need a suit, so he doesn't actually, uh, he's not actually in a tank. I'm grossed out I... by him. <laughs> <laughs> Any movement he makes towards me, I, I shudder away because I don't want Sticky to get on my, uh, fi- my finery of my clothes. Uh, he just squints at you and uh, he opens his mouth like he's going to say something. And then he just shakes his head, puts his goggles back on and goes back to welding. And Boren says... Right then. Uh, so you know your place, and I'll uh, yeah, carry on. And, and Boren, Boren walks away as well, thinking he, he somehow accomplished something there. Uh, Boren, you get a ping on your savant. How, do you, how does Boren wear his savant? Oh, God. I don't know. What does a savant look like? Is it like a cell phone? Uh, it can be. They come in thousands of different uh, styles. Uh, yeah. Some common ones are what did I write actual did I write handheld tablets that? or uh, devices. They usually project a hollow screen. Uh, there's some that are worn as bracers, oh, some yeah. that are worn as other types worn of jewelry, a like or a pendant. Yeah, this is definitely like a ring. 
It's like a ring okay. that he talks into as if he were kissing his own thumb in, in <laughs> fealty. All right. Well, you get a uh, you get a ping on your savant. Mm. Your account has been credited 100 ore. So this is from your sound investments talent. And I want you to tell me, what is this money from? Is it from, is it actually investments in the Galactic Securities Network? Or is it like a state pension from the Winu military? It's daddy. Uh, since you... <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> Daddy sends me a hundred bucks every so often, just to make All sure right. I'm okay. This is quite a fantasy of yours. <laughs> it's like your allowance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Boron would never tell anyone it's from Daddy. Boron tells everybody it's from all of his many brilliant. Uh, actual investments. It's just, it's just stocks being traded. Oh, my guy's getting back to me. Yes, yes, good. Oh, I'm glad that that one's working out. Mm, mm-hmm. That's good. That's good. I'm glad to see that one uh, paying out as, as I expected. Okay. He says to no one around him. <laughs> Our camera pulls out and sweeps over, uh, and we see a very large and very burly Sar. Rex, where, where are you? What are you up to? Rex is in the process of trying to find a cab <laughs> because Boren said we had an important place to be down by the ship y- shipyards and I need to get their stat and I can't get a cab because I'm too dang short I'm four feet tall and everyone's flying over me alright well Boren is actually in the Calaris headquarters so you probably don't need a cab to get there Crap. Oh, sorry, wait. <laughs> Wrong turn. <laughs> I'm checking my uh, my wristwatch. I'm like, he moved. He's at the headquarters. <laughs> Shit, I'm late. He's going to ding me for this. Um, and I will start heading towards... All right, you are eventually able uh, to wave down an air car and get get yourself uh, taken Claire's back to the headquarters. headquarters. Stat, go now. <laughs> It's like a block away. (laughs) (laughs) Holding my badge up to the window. So you get dropped off at Claris headquarters. The Claris headquarters currently uh, does not look like much. Uh, The old Imperial intelligence headquarters building was bombed and never rebuilt by the Winaran custodians. Uh, So basically it's just a small building that leads to the main elevator. And then off to the side, there's a large hangar bay that's sort of sunk into the ground so that it can open and close for ships that need to come in and out. Uh, but they just take you to the main elevator for the uh, the, the uh, service entrance. Can someone please press eight? <laughs> <laughs> you get down. Um, you can head over to the hangar. That's We know that's where Boren is. So what does Rex look Boren, like? Boren, I made it. <laughs> Rex is uh, four foot eleven. Um, what? Is so you're the same height. <laughs> slicked, slicked back, gelled hair. Um, uh, his his he has like a long goatee that's finely put together. Uh, his like sideburns, uh, like mutton chops, are also finely combed. Um, he's wearing a, a sash of the of Sar. Um, not neatly put together and his armor is polished and neatly tucked. He's a well-fit little uh So you were wearing your soldier. giant bulwark plate armor out in public. Yes, because it is a business day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. I, I can tell you, you are getting lots of very strange looks. <laughs> and I'm nodding at them. <laughs> yes. Good to see you too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't worry, I am on the case. <laughs> Boren, I made it. I'm sorry that I'm late. Uh, you could have at least cleaned yourself a up a little bit. <laughs> He's like immediately flushes. Just like I spent 30 to 45 galactic minutes putting all this stuff in particular order and shining to look my absolute best. And I'm just embarrassed. An officer of my regard enough. deserves at least a little bit of respect. So next time, perhaps, you know, choose, choose uh, the proper regalia yeah. for treating me. My bad. There's a Joel. I'm there's sorry. a Hylar over there that uh, was giving me a stink eye earlier. Just uh, your next mission is to just go ahead and take care of him for me. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't. Hey, like you! Listen, <laughs> <laughs> immediately starts tromping uh, he, over there. Like, he, like what's rips, your deal? He rips his goggles off. What? Don't get into the funny business. Boren over there needs to know what you're doing, and apparently, what you're doing isn't good enough. Chop, chop. Let I'm gonna watch you now. <laughs> I just stand really close to him. I just watch him do everything he's doing. I love how Rex just needs everything now. <laughs> his, his character trait is can this happen faster? It's a little soldier. I like his clarity too. I'm going to watch you now. <laughs> the Hylar calls across uh, or no, he pulls up, he's got a his savant as a bracer, and he uh types up and says, uh types in a few digits and says, hey, I've got some people uh, giving me grief. Can you come help with this? Boren Bo sees, sees the calls coming over and, and, and grabs uh, uh, Rex by the shoulder. It's like, uh, uh, we, we, worry, have, we have pressing business this way. I'm about to find out. Don't worry about this. Don't you worry one bit. This is nothing to I'm me. Getting Let's to the get out of here. This. There's a new important <laughs> mission uh, put, in a different put area. Me my, put me in the call. I'm going to hold my savant up to the Hylar savant, but like, Three-way me in. I want to talk to who you're talking to. <laughs> All right. While this nonsense is going on. I'm, I'm pulling him as hard as I can away from this. We have such Not important moving. business. I'm very strong. He is very strong and wearing very heavy armor. <laughs> uh, our camera pulls back out and swoops over and we see a Nasroka pair. What is Gasha and Rick up to? Why don't you introduce them and tell us what they're doing? Yeah, so I was thinking Gasha and Rick, um, they're looking to be uh, part of something bigger to make some friends. So if there's like some kind of mess hall for the Caleras or like Absolutely a pub or something. Is. Yeah, they're there's hanging out there trying to, trying to like play some cards or chit chat oh, with people and just make oh, some connections absolutely. there. In fact, uh, there's a card game that was invented by a Polaris agent, Floating Aces, which has become quite popular. And there is a rousing game going on in the commissary right now. Great. We would love to join. Oh yeah. Um, we're gonna do our first roll here. Ooh. <laughs> uh, how are Gosh and Rick playing? Are they playing it cool? Are they are they bluffing? Are what's their approach to gambling? So Gasha and Rick are um, field scholars. They have like medic skills, but they also have some computer stuff and maybe a little bit of deception. So okay, who's making the roll, Gasha or Rick? It'll be Gasha. So we're like bluffing a little bit here, kind of doing some yeah. manipulation. And I'm giving you a boost die because there's two of you and you're you're in sync, and so you're really good at playing that game of picking up each other's bluffs. Right. 
Okay, so let me do this roll. Do we know what kind of game Floating Aces is? It's like Texas Hold'em, but the aces are always out there. It can be used for something. There you go. Used for something. Something in that direction. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, Now I'm properly invested. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, So so zero successes and two advantage, it looks like. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, you've you've made this big bluff that you've got two of the aces uh, in your hand, which is a really big deal. You reveal and, well, you were bluffing. But the the Titan that you were playing against uh, was also bluffing. uh, And your hand just happened to come out just a little bit ahead. And they go, aww. Nice. (sighs) They give a very gentle uh, uh, drop of their fist on the table. But it causes the table to jump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And so you end up earning, uh, uh, let's call it 10 ore. Nice. uh, From that hand. Cool. And did I maybe like pick up on some like that Titan's tells or something? Mm-hmm. That was very well played. Thank you. All right. What did Gosh and Rick look like? Uh, what, and especially what do they look like when they win? <laughs> Even though it's a very small pot, it's, it's still what do they look like when they win? So Gasha is the Roka, the cat, uh, the cat pa- calf of the pair. And I think uh, Gasha is like a little bit more stoic and quiet and calm. And so, you know, probably doesn't react a whole lot. Looks, a, looks sort of pleased, but not like super excited. But Rick is sort of this like small, excitable, um, charismatic little guy who's always hanging out uh, with Gasha. And he's a little more, um, a little more excited and like cheers when, when, like it was a close hand, so it was like yeah. kind of a nail biter, right? I'm I'm just so yeah. dying to know what Rick sounds like. It's just killing me to not. I just gotta. I have to know. I have to know. I don't know what Rick sounds like. Maybe maybe he'll come out at some point when things get exciting. But right yeah. now. <laughs> All right, but you won that hand, and a whole bunch of other people are uh, have their savants out and are typing in. There's a a code. Uh, that you've got on the table for how to uh, buy into the pot. Most transactions are done uh, electronically, so most people don't have cash to like throw in. Um, yeah. So, uh, so lots of people want to play, and so you're making friends uh, amongst the Calaris, which is good. You've met people from a bunch of different cohorts. Yeah. Uh, and as their gambling street, gambling and hopefully winning streak continues, our camera pulls out again and whooshes over. And we meet the final member of our cohort, uh, Sir Siegfried. Yeah. What is Sir up to? Sir is, uh, so he's, he is at home. Uh, he has roof access in his, uh, apartment building or his, his complex, his residential unit. He owns his own, uh, his own apartment. I don't know if he owns it. I think, let's say he rents it actually. <laughs> and it's kind of dingy and there's not a lot in there, but he's on the roof right now. And he is, he has a couple books. Uh, he's, he's sitting, he's, He's sitting in a chair. He has his helmet off, but he has the rest of his, like, gear on. Uh, and, in fact, he has, like, special gloves that are, like, really soft. Um, these are his reading gloves that he uses to read. <laughs> he reads old uh, Earth paperback novels. Um, and the one he's reading uh, at this very moment is uh, 1991's The Sum of All Fears. And then on a table next to him is a copy of Patriot Games <laughs> and Clear and Present Danger uh, because he is a massive Tom Clancy fan. Uh, 
who is now canon in the Twilight Imperium <laughs> universe. Um, these are ancient that... texts. These are yeah, ancient. These, these are considered Earth ancient or your text. This is like his weird kind of niche interest, and he's just like reading it to himself and just like muttering to himself, being like, "How did how did this guy like come up with all this stuff?" <laughs> Uh, because that's what he, he sounds like. Actually, he doesn't have his helmet. I'll say he does have his helmet on because that's what he sounds I mean, like with his helmet on. I don't he know. He kind of needs his like helmet to on. live. So does yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. He he can't survive outside the helmet. Um. So he is wearing his helmet. Uh. But yeah. So he's he's just really he's really excited about Tom Clancy. And he's just kind of having a moment to himself. He kind of he fancies himself a, a secret agent of sorts. But he's uh. Well, yeah, we'll see whether he I mean, lives up to that or not. He kind of is. He works for the Calaris. <laughs> he sort of is, right? But I mean, you know, how how good is he how at accomplished this dream? <laughs> <laughs> but but for his part, he's he's you know he's a very he's a very serious guy, and he's just sitting there just just working through his literature, which is uh, exclusively Tom Clancy novels. <laughs> Maybe uh, a little bit of Clive Cussler every once in a while. I'm trying, I'm trying to figure out where he possibly could have even gotten those. He must have rented them from the... Uh, Black market. <laughs> well, perhaps. And I mean, this is hard I to mean, imagine. Are just reading but those on a Kindle? Let's perhaps imagine... <laughs> let's perhaps... No, no, none of that. Ah. Let's perhaps imagine a world where Tom Clancy is not considered a titan of literature. <laughs> I, it's hard to Hunter, imagine. I don't know how to do that. That's, <laughs> Let's that's imagine too, that's yeah, true. That's too fantastic. And that his novels have sort of fallen out of favor. And so there's just a very small, mostly net-based uh, community of people that keep his work alive. And, and that perhaps Sir Siegfrius is very high up in this community. Um, and so he was able to procure of uh, maybe even temporarily Tom Clancy uh, some, some actual paperbacks of them. <laughs> This is all just because years ago, one guy from Seoul was like, I'm going to pretend like these are really, really important books. Yeah. And I'm going to sell yeah. this trash from my great, 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 great grandfather's <laughs> attic. Right. You know, you turn yeah, your commodities yeah. into trade goods. You're like, yeah, yeah. this is valuable yes. stuff. Like <laughs> Tom Clancy would respect that. But yeah, so that's what he's doing. He's just sitting there reading and, and muttering to himself. And he's very impressed with everything he's reading. I want that to be very clear he's he's really blown away by this um well boren uh we don't see how but you did manage to get rex away from (laughs) the hylar you were accosting earlier uh without getting even more entangled you didn't you did thankfully did not have to speak with their boss or whoever they were calling up uh but you get another ping on your savant uh this is from tribunai leads uh cohort atlas is needed for an urgent briefing at uh, 1,700 hours. So that's later this evening. Oren is nonplussed at the idea that he is needed. That really does a number. That get, that He's so ready. He needs to be needed. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's ecstatic <laughs> to be reading just that word alone. And he almost, almost overlooks the time and starts heading in the direction of wherever he's supposed to go, no matter yeah. what time it is right now. He'll be, he'll be as early as he needs to be. So Mechatol time is divided into 20 hours, not 24. So they're a bit longer than uh, hours that we would know. Mm -hmm. uh, Because the Lazax had a base 20 numerical system because, hey, they had 20 fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So it's probably about uh, 12 right now, so a little past noon. Where Uh, am I supposed to be? Where do do we have to head uh, to? the, The Calaris headquarters situation room. We're just already walking there, and we'll sit on a little uh, 
a bench outside of the office or whatever if we have to for for four for three what is it five hours we'll do that mm-hmm. come to the mess hall play some cards while you're waiting are you gonna alert the rest of your team because it's only you and rex that are right there oh did it say my whole t- it said my cohort it did yeah i'll yeah. send a ping out to everybody then it, and and it, and it has a stern tone to it it's in all caps <laughs> Get your butts to the place we're supposed to go to. I forget already what it's called. Situation I, I room. The situation room. We have like room. a little group chat where we're all like yes. in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I ping each of you individually because I want to be in control of the sort of tenor okay. of the conversation. Group texts are too easy to get out of hand of people having their own happy conversations. So each of you get an individualized text. Rex, standing next to me, gets an individualized text. I was text just about to that ask. That he needs to be at the situation room. Sir, yes, sir. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a dip and Dots cart over there. Do you want some while we wait? All right. I'll take that as a yes, and I'll go get some dip and Dots. <laughs> While we wait. Well, you're you're basically going from one place of this underground complex to the same one. So you can stop by the commissary. And they probably have some sort of sweet treat that you could get. Yeah. They have Dippin' Dots is what you're saying. That's all <laughs> I uh, It's the ice cream of the future, dots. Absol. It's the ice cream of the future. You can't say it's not it's canon. It's not the ice cream of the Imperium, though. All right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like... If if we're role playing a now. universe where Dippin' Dots is still somehow, <laughs> some way, you know, slumming around the way it's they bigger, do, it's bigger than then ever. I'm out. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> so Siegfried gets uh, this personalized text message uh, from from Boren and uh, just slams his Tom Clancy novel down and stands straight up and is just like so so ready, you know. He's been reading Tom. He's worked up for this. He's been reading Tom Clancy since two in the morning. All right. He is ready to go. Yeah, do ghosts sleep? He does like an unnecessary roll. Yeah. <laughs> nope. The Krius do not sleep. Yeah. So he, he could have been spending any yeah. amount of immeasurable time oh, yeah, on this. Yeah, yeah. And, and I know that. So that's why I said that. <laughs> Anybody want to do something in the intervening five hours, which is about <laughs> about six-ish hours? We got a bunch okay. of eager beavers. <laughs> the, the, at least Re- the three Rex of us. Rex is eating. Or we can just skip straight to when uh, your meeting starts. R- Rick will invite everybody to come play cards in the in the interim. Well, oh, Rex did great, just yeah. wander in uh, and get some uh, get some uh, cold treats. Gosh, and Rick, do you want yeah. Dippin' Dots? <laughs> Yeah, bring some over and join us. <laughs> All right, I'll go get Boren. Boren is not attending. Boren will not be moved from the bench outside. Boren, of please the door. play cards with us. Please play cards with us, Boren. Boren comes over Boren, to the. You gotta got play cards. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Sir's here. I mean, the whole gang's here. We got a couple hours to kill. Boren allows you all to usher him into the same room as you, but he stands by the entrance, keeping in his eyes all out out the door of making sure, like he, he wants to make sure he has the hallway. He needs to go down in eyesight, but he will, he's also looking at y'all as if he's sort of overseeing that none of you are up to anything that would get us into trouble. Okay, so we're like in the rec room now of, yeah. Uh, still the commissary, so. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, what? So what are we playing? Floating aces. I don't know how to play that, but obviously Siegfrius does. And <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. wicked cocky about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I know this game really well. What's up? I'm like really good at this. <laughs> Sir's, Sir's extremely good at this. He's like boasting them up like, to everybody at the <laughs> table. Like, like, you, like all, them up. you are all going to lose. Hype, man. You, might as well, you, might, you might as well give Sir all your money. I've actually been like learning this game for a really long time. I'm really into like old, yeah. like 
Earth card game. This is a brand new game, <laughs> I think. Was yes. He doesn't sleep. All he does is read Tom Clancy and play Float Nasus. Yeah, I'm so good at this. So, so good at this. All right, you play a couple more games back and forth. Uh, Rex and Boren are just watching and either being annoyed or hyping up their uh, their cohort mates. Anything else? You've still got a little bit more time? Or are you just going to spend it bonding over some cards? I think we'll just bond over cards, yeah, it seems like. Plan. Unless, yeah. I mean... I've never bonded over anything. Okay. Yeah, because it's not like we really have anything else. We've never bonded over anything. We don't have like any details or anything. So like, I don't know. I would like brush my hair, I guess. Make sure I look yeah. decent. Yeah, you know? Rex is constantly eating. Like <laughs> those calories. Out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you're just standing there. You're standing eating. I feel like Sir would look around and just kind of like, hey, would you guys play? Actually, it's just kind of weird with you. You're just kind of standing around and it just makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. I'm here to support you. I'll stand over by Rick. <laughs> Rick, Sir's in a mood today. I see that, yeah. Just like grab a little piece of whatever you're eating. <laughs> just a, it's like a bucket of chicken. Yeah. Kind of whatever whatever Mc chicken is bred on Mechatorex. I'm ready to head over as if the rest of my team is ready. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I'm ready. What's our cohort name again? Atlas? Atlas. Uh, Atlas, let's move out. It's time to get over to uh, to this important meeting. Everybody get ready. Let's move out. <laughs> <laughs> I start shoving you guys. I'm trying to carry you off the table. Hey, don't touch me, man, okay? Come on. That's fair, that's fair. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, I'm very, I'm, I didn't mean to snap at you like that. I'm just like kind of serious about my personal space. No, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It was an intense game. Oh, I, hey, I'm I sorry, though. I'm serious. No, I'm sorry. I like the take. I like the take on ghosts being like of a different plane of existence it means he's kind of a germaphobe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the sorry, gloves. I'm not really touchy. I don't like, I, I can't eat after people or anything like that. I can't eat. After people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the briefing room is actually just down the hall from the commissary. So you don't have far to go. Perfect. We, we arrive about 20 minutes early, even still. All right. Uh, there is another uh, briefing going on in there. So you're not allowed in. At about uh, three minutes before your scheduled start time, uh, Tribunai Leeds comes down the hallway. Uh, she's just got her arms folded behind her back. I she's put my hands behind my back. She stands very straight. Mm -hmm. uh, and she gives you all a look. Agent Rex, I believe I told you not to wear that armor when you're not on duty. I'm on duty, though. <laughs> I'm always on duty. No, wait, actually, are you on duty? I'm not really sure. Like, does this count as duty when we're just waiting? I thought so. Warren <laughs> made it very clear that we had a mission to do this morning at the shipyards. So I dressed in my mission outfit. I'm sorry. Oh, he just, just squints his eyes and just like frustration. It's not a good Team day for Rex. and I expect better from your from your cohort. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what orders Rex is referring to, but I would never, I would never have him show up in the in the correct uh, prepared setting. So I, I, Rex, that'll that's coming out of your pay. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Which is hilarious because you don't actually pay the tax. I don't have that authority for sure. No, <laughs> Boren knows that. I give that. him money all the time. Rex is always giving me money. It, you're, it goes a bit over your time before the door to the briefing room actually opens. 
uh, and uh, another cohort comes out, one that you don't really rec you don't know very well, uh, as well as Tribuni Mer, uh, who's uh, who's an ex Shah. Uh, he says, "Ah, Harka, nice to see you." And she says, "Mer, you're over time." Ah, yes, yes, you know well. We just had to make sure we had all the details correct. The briefing room's all yours. And uh, Leeds just goes straight in. Uh, Boren's hot on her tail. Straight behind <laughs> and him. And Rex is hot on Boren's <laughs> tail. <laughs> <laughs> like a couple of lemmings. <laughs> uh, Siegfried comes in all cool, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then he sits cool, too. Yeah. Same with Rick and Gasha. We're chill. So as soon as you're in, uh, Tribunae Leeds goes up to the head of the table. So it's... Uh, it's not a long room, it, but it's def, it's got a um, it's it's rounded on the far end, and there's some hollow screens. So you're underground technically, but there's some hollow screens that show what things look like uh, in the sky above Mechatol. So it looks like you're outside. Um, and she goes to the head of the table where there's a console, and she presses some buttons, and the door closes and seals behind you. Uh, and then she presses a few more, and you all get a ping on your savant with a very large file download. And you all recognize this as your mission uh, packet. And so you can open that up and start reading, or you can just wait and listen to her explain. I pull it up, but I don't take my eyes off her as if I have, she has mm -hmm. my full attention, but also I'm multitasking and making sure everything's getting downloaded properly. I'm a, I'm a good little assistant. I think boy. I can totally do both. <laughs> I'm going to delete some of the Tom Clancy novels off. Just kind of make space. Decide. I, I'm sorry. I didn't, I kind of, a lot of my extra space. It's, you know, he wrote a lot of stuff. He was, you know, he was a ver verbose man. All right. She, on the console, she uh, hits a few buttons and a hollow display comes up, which is basically, and it shows you uh, the northern side of the galaxy. You can easily pinpoint Mechatol Rex at the uh, base of the northern arm. And then this, the display focuses in on a planet not too far away and says, and uh, Tribunai Leeds says, we got an emergency courier just the other day, or just earlier today, uh, that has arri recently arrived from Lysis. There's a, on, there's a escalating situation there that needs uh, to be addressed urgently. Unfortunately, the cohorts we would have preferred to send on this uh, particular mission were not available. And as this needs to be addressed uh, now, uh, it was decided that Atlas would be the uh, is the most qualified of those cohorts currently at base. That's all that Boren heard. <laughs> that, that first part. Like the rest that. Came in and out, and then the most qualified. Out of panic, he didn't hear the rest. He like <laughs> uh, all the rest of you except Boren heard uh, the way Harka <laughs> emphasized most most qualified currently at base uh, weren't available. Well, we're still new. We're still learning. It's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she says, "How familiar are you with the current situation on Lysis?" Uh, so, we're going to do some more checks. Each of you can make a check. You get to pick the skill. Rex, if you roll uh, lore, you get two boost dice because of the SAR's uh, history with Lysis. Uh, in fact, as soon as the image of the planet came up, you immediately felt like you just got kicked in the gut. Is it too early to use a once per session ability? I really want to <laughs> impress my boss. <laughs> well, then I think Boy, you should use I think it. I think I should, yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Well, is it time for the historical uh, record to be I think triggered? So. I'm going to use this because it's fun. So it's historical record. Once per session, I can succeed at a knowledge check with three success instead of rolling. So I just know it. I just know exactly what's going on. All right. Uh, Boren just gets three successes. Uh, so it looks like everybody succeeded. So let's actually start with Sir. So you have one success on your lore, but two threat. Uh, so Lysis had a uh, very complicated history. It's just outside of what's the area considered the core systems right around Mechatol. And it is very close to the planet Winu. Uh, and so it was for the longest time during the empire, the primary population uh, was Winarans. However, near the end of the Age of Dusk, it was annexed by the Sardak Nor. And it ended up having a very high Nor population. Uh, it was heavily fought over uh, during the Twilight Wars. Uh, there were three or four different factions that were all involved in that. Uh, and in the end, it's now uncontrolled, but it's got a long history of war of wars being fought there. Uh, with your two threats, I'm going to say you did not notice, you do not recall the most important uh, critical piece of lore mm -hmm. about uh, Lysis. Let's say that's because Sir has only, like, the things that Sir knows about Lysis is from also, like, a trashy, like, paperback novel written about... <laughs> or or Holovids like or something like that. Something really dumb written by, like, some Sardak Nor uh, uh, at some point. Oh, some absolutely. Sardak. If it was written by a Nor, there's yeah. absolutely no way they'd mention this. <laughs> it's like it's like weird cowboy fiction and, like, doesn't really, <laughs> doesn't really make sense. But he's like, I think I know some stuff. I, he feels informed, you know? <laughs> Rick and Rex. Both of you uh, have the same general knowledge about Lysis. Um, as the Galactic Council got restarted, uh, Lysis declared itself neutral. Uh, it's basically, it does not want to get involved in any of the great powers, uh, you know, or their struggles. Um, and, however, it does have some counselors that it sends to the, you know, to the Galactic Council, basically just to vote on things that would directly affect them. But they're basically said like we're gonna vote on stuff that is directly impactful to us but does we're not like taking sides with anybody over greater galactic goings-ons uh rex with your three advantage you know that uh sar do not go to lysis like any sar captain that has to go there whether you know for like they're making a delivery or you know transporting there they'll either stay in orbit if they can or if they have to land they won't leave their ship because of the tragedy that happened to the sar there in the past and i know what that tragedy is oh yeah uh, lysis was the biggest sar colony in fact it was a planet they sar were were thinking might end up being their new home world until the nor annexed the planet and then that colony just got erased like in a week. Rex is just upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Boren, you know the most about Lysis because you got three successes. Entirely legitimately, I might add. <laughs> uh, you know that uh, currently Lysis, the uh, government of Lysis has declared neutrality, as I said, but both the Nor and the Nalu Collective are trying to establish it as a colony. I uh, say to my tribune, I, 
I'll have to brief my team about all the particular details that uh, the, they're surely not aware of. Uh, so, you know, we'll, we'll, we won't waste any more of your time, Tribunai. If that's the end of our orders, we would love to go ahead and get started on this. I actually already know a lot about it. That's enough, sir. Thank you for your input. Uh, it is always respected uh, by my, by your respectful uh, superior officer, me. <clears throat> <laughs> sir, so so what are we supposed to be doing? What are we supposed to be doing? What is the actual mission? <laughs> <laughs> Shh, quiet, Gasha. <laughs> You'll speak when spoken to. I believe that was a very pertinent question. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, so pertinent. I, I have to agree, Tribune. I, uh, that was... <laughs> Uh, I, I train my crew well, and um, you know they, he does. they always he really know when does. to ask the right he questions. Does good with us, it's it's it, uh, yeah. in in future. Gosh, it would be preferred if you uh, would direct those questions towards me, though, so that I may relay them to uh, up up the line of uh, rank. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what the fuck, Gosh? We've been over this. <laughs> Calaris, if we could. Yes, ma'am. Uh, she hits some buttons on the display and it brings up uh, a couple of different things. One is a record of events, kind of going through a timeline, as well as um, some profiles of important people. And it, she, said, um, she says, uh, as some of you may be aware, uh, Lysis had, was a former Nor colony that, and recently uh, the Sardak Nor have been attempting to reassert their ancestral claim to uh, the planet as part of their empire. The planetary government has been uh, staunchly opposed to this, but uh, the Nor have set up several military compounds on the planet with uh, governmental uh, permission. At the same time, the Nalu Collective has been making uh, diplomatic overtures to Lysis as well, and has set up a very large embassy on the planet. Because of the history between these two powers during the Twilight Wars, some several thousand years ago, there have been some friction uh, between them as well as the locals on the planet, but recently that friction has escalated quite significantly. And she directs you to uh, the list of events Boren starts to sweat a little bit because you've just now told the team everything he knew about the conflict, and now he's not sure how he's going to uh, <laughs> further sort of one-up himself. He's like, oh no, now I, they just got all the inf- I don't have anything to tell them. Oh no, I'm useless now. <laughs> <laughs> she gives you a, a list of various things, and you can tell that things are not going good. Starting about six months ago, there have been a whole bunch of incidents many of which would qualify as terrorist attacks or attempted assassinations. <laughs> many would qualify as. <laughs> the Nalu ambassador's uh, air car being rigged to blow. Luckily, she was not in the air car when it blew, but uh, it did. A bomb going off in a Nor, uh, uh, a, uh, Nor troop transport. Uh, a high-level uh, Lysis politician dying of a stroke. Uh, which seems, you know, it might be normal, but, like, who's someone that can just cause somebody to have a stroke, right, when they're about to sign a massive peace deal? Uh, and it all came to a head about two weeks ago when uh, the general of the Nor military complexes on the planet 
literally launched fighters and had them hovering over the Nalu embassy, prepared to fire. There was a three-hour standoff. Luckily, no one died, but it was exceedingly tense, as mm -hmm. you might be able to might be able to uh, gather. Mm -hmm. Tribunai, what is our mission parameters and uh, objective? Your mission is to de-escalate the violence happening on Lysis. Warren's heart sinks. <laughs> That's a really big <laughs> task. <laughs> and, and, and not as uh, clear of directions as he's been given in the past. He's always, he's always been given baby shoes uh, <laughs> missions of like, it's exactly this and you just have to do this and you'll walk in the door and it'll be easy. And this is by far the broadest uh, task he's been assigned to. The broadest, least direct task yeah. he could be assigned to. <laughs> uh, now, as you can tell, uh, there are multiple groups involved here. There's the local government, which is obviously unhappy with the escalating violence, as well as the personnel from both the Nalu and the Sardaknor. Obviously, many of these incidents, and she sort of points out a couple, don't seem to have any sort of clear connection, but given who we're dealing with here, it is entirely possible that someone from the Collective influenced these events without any of the perpetrators being any of the wiser. Although I must uh, strongly advise you that you cannot go into this investigation thinking that is a possibility until you have evidence. The Collective is one of our biggest uh, supporters and donate donators of material, and if they feel they're being treated unfairly, uh, they may begin to withhold from the Calaris. Warren's already practicing. Don't think about it being their fault. Don't think about it being their fault. <laughs> they can read your mind. Don't think about it being your, their fault. <laughs> uh, she says, I've uh, included a primer of uh, Agent Brelk's mental defense regimen in your mission docket. I recommend on the journey practicing. Thank you, Tribunai, for that. Sir. You have the highest vigilance in the team, so you're probably the one that notices this. You're probably scrolling through your uh, mission docket, and you see in your requisition, you've been given a ship. Hey, it looks like we got a ship now. Is that <laughs> is that right? Oren doesn't see the same information because, oh yeah, I'm seeing that here. Uh, oh, oh wow, Tribuna, yes, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, you have been given uh, a ship called the Sagacity. Which uh, is not what more time, you. actually. What, what was that? <laughs> the sagacity. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boren, you were in the uh, the the base's hangar bay earlier today, and uh, this ship, when you find it, was not in there. Mm. Uh, it doesn't take long for you to notice this ship is not an officially uh, listed as a Calaris ship. The tribunal continues. Yes. You have been requisitioned a ship, as this is a very delicate mission, and it requires uh, the full force or the full authority of the Calaris and the Galactic Council uh, be demonstrated uh, to help bring about a peaceful resolution. We have uh, elected to give you one of, or elected to give you a, a diplomatic vessel that was donated by the Extra. And will the Excha regalia be uh, removed from it and Calaris added in time? As this has this uh, ship been sort of prepped for the proper, you know? The uh, ship has been prepped for its departure. Of course, I didn't mean to question. I'm so sorry, Shibuya. Of course, it's ready. I'm so sorry. Agent Broman, this ship is very expensive. Not a scratch on it. 
<laughs> is it like uh, is it like really fast? Or, like how fast is it? Unfortunately, it's uh, no courier ship, oh. so it will take you. Uh, it'll take you perhaps two weeks to reach Lysis under uh, good conditions. Oh. <laughs> actually, actually, Plenty sir, time I love to this train. idea. Sir's just thinking about like all of the different Tom Clancy books that he'll read he's in two weeks. For time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a reader. He's a big reader, and he likes to play pretend he's a military guy. So there you go. Any further questions? None for me, team. You can address any questions to me that I might address them to Tribunai. <laughs> uh, tell Tribunai I have no questions. <laughs> Every single time he says that, you can see. Uh, uh, Harka's eyes just so resisting rolling back into her head. <laughs> Thank you, Tribunai. We will, uh, we will, uh, see that this is all handled, uh, as expediently as can be done. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see you in just a matter of weeks when we've, when we've clearly handled the situation and returned. I expect a full report upon your return. <laughs> You'll get it before we're back. We'll, oh, I'll, it'll, it'll be out the docket and in, in, in your, in, in your savant, uh, in Lickety Split. He's embarrassed by saying lickety split, but he doesn't know how to fix the situation. <laughs> Very good. Dismissed. <laughs> Thank you. I whip whip around and, and, and leave uh, without seeing if any of my cohort is with me. Boren is so fast, he gets to the door before she unlocks I it. Fall, I, <laughs> so he just has to stand there awkwardly for a second <laughs> as she hits the button to unlock it from her console. Uh, Sir, like, sneaks out, but <laughs> there's no one really, like, to sneak from, but he sneaks like checking his flanks as he goes out. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gasha and Rick learning learning from their their previous mistake will ask uh will ask Boren. So, when should when are we going to leave? Uh the tribune made it fairly clear you should leave as soon as possible. Yeah, he's he's already heading for the shipyards to find where his ship is. Uh y'all need to pack uh, you, your bags and I would like to see you uh in in 30 30 minutes. Uh, My bags are already packed. <laughs> I have no possessions. <laughs> what about your books? <laughs> They're all oh, PDFs. He has those. <laughs> he has those. <laughs> you just have like a suitcase that you always carry around with them. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You were given the uh, address of the ship of the dock at which uh, the sagacity is uh, birthed. In the 30 minutes that Boren gave everyone else to get their bags Pack, he calls his dad uh just to tell him Ooh. he finally got a real he got a he got a real mission daddy and uh he's gonna do such a good job and the winnie are gonna be so proud of him actually it's like intergalactic it wouldn't there wouldn't be direct that's way too far for like it just to have a direct line where any so yeah he just yeah. sends a message home all right i put the stats for your ship in uh the chat just in case you want to look at it so this thing's like a renovated dodge or whatever like it was a oh yeah it was about to be decommissioned and the extra said why don't we just give this to the Calaris instead yeah uh, but they didn't do it publicly as part of their official tithe requirement donated off the books <laughs> so um so S sir notices the scuffs in the main atrium and lounge mm -hmm. uh and wants to attempt to uh try and figure out what it was that was being kept in here that uh that that caused those scuffs that would be uh perception yeah, oral perception. Don't worry, I've, I'm I'm a one green perception. <laughs> he's not perceptive. There's like making a big show of it though. He's like his hands are like on the floor, like he's like rubbing the scuff. Like there was something here. I think. <laughs> I think. Ooh, I I, I I I think I've got it. 
You have, oh like, a, you have like a magnifying glass. Um, all right, I'm going to roll this, and I got five threats. <laughs> no success. Oh, my gosh. Actually, there wasn't anything here. Uh, no, you come to a wildly incorrect conclusion. Yes. <laughs> um, you're pretty sure it was some sort of experimental bioweapon that was being held, that being kept in this ship. I think there was an experimental bioweapon being kept in this ship. It was probably really big and deadly dangerous and it also could just be like a guy though. Uh Boren just takes these notes down into his salon. <laughs> Does he buy it like yeah. like is he actually worried about anything or no? I he's just do, he's just doing his duty doing or? my duty to take in all in, uh, all relevant yeah. information. But I do believe you're good at your job. Oh okay. It's that's, too that's it's too hard for me to accept that my crew would be bad at anything. So yeah, my crew yeah. must they're they're worse than me at things, but <laughs> they are also they should be trusted or else I would be a bad person in charge that I Yeah, I'm yeah. Not. And sir's just like, like I got a bad feeling about this. I think there's <laughs> trouble afoot. Sir has bad feeling. <laughs> just as a bit of a clarification, Boren, you are you have been officially designated the team lead for this cohort. That doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah. You don't actually there's no official different rank. The Claris is still has not figured out its official ranking structure. Right. So, but I call myself just, the captain. Yeah, and uh, you have the tribune. I do recognize you as sort of like the team lead that organizes your cohort. Mm -hmm. But that can change mm -hmm. if uh, if tribune leads decides she doesn't like the way you're doing things. Boren's also aware of that fact, but is not very. It's just not equipped to like know how to handle that kind of pressure. Just do, is just doing what he can, but he does know he's kind of also constantly on watch. It would be pretty funny, actually, for our group dynamic if someone else was designated team leader, because the vibe I'm getting from us as a group is that we'd all just be like, no, nah, I can be boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Sir receives the orders and then just hands the note card to Boren anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I won't be bothered. <laughs> They're just like voice calling like Rex's savant and Rex is like, can you answer this, Boren? I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Any prep before you leave? I don't know what necessary prep is, there is to actually prep a ship, but uh, I do bark the orders of making sure all things are are locked and loaded uh, for for uh, readying a ship. I want who? What's I don't know. Should we sort of divvy up kind of what are our standard operating? Who's in charge of what on a ship? Uh, well, if you're looking for a pilot, I'm one of the best, mm -hmm. uh, and I've read a lot of books about flying. Uh, also. <laughs> So Sir's on the wheels. Uh, Rex is in charge of the armory that doesn't exist on this particular ship. I'll put armor on it for sure. <laughs> I'll just hang out outside and I'll shoot from the top of it. I wouldn't expect any less. If need be, Captain. And Gasha and Rick do literally everything else. <laughs> yeah, well, we're like the doctor, the med, med bay person, the computer person. Yeah. They run the ship. Rex will also gather as what he needs in order to do a proper lay of Lysis um, chant uh, whenever they go to this place because he doesn't want to, but he knows he has to um, for the Sar before him. Luckily, you don't really need much to do that. It's all you need to do. He brings is a candle, <laughs> special candle, candle for him. Yeah, the ship looks like it's mostly been prepped for you. So unless you want to give it like a mechanical once over, you can probably just take it out. 
Why, why not? Let's take like check a it Topo out. Chico from Real the quick. commissary and smash it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> You've already put a, like a dent and a scratch into it. The, our only order was to take care of the shit. We christened it. It's good to go. You're so dedicated to making sure you're establishing these brands <laughs> in the Twilight Imperium universe. We have a lot of sponsors. And it's a very weird list of brands yeah. at this point. <laughs> we got sponsors. You're going to hear up at the top and the end of the episode. <laughs> I, actually, I will say if if Sir is going to be flying this, Sir does do like a once over of all the uh, like navigation stuff, like n- not necessarily mechanical knowledge because I don't think he really has that. But he is like kind of looking around like the cockpit and stuff and underneath the panels. All right, that'll be computers. And if we wanted to, we could do an assisted check, and Rick can assist you. Yeah, I will. Oh, awesome. Okay. So Sir Sir Siegfrius uh, kind of pokes his head underneath the the panel. And he, he gets a failure. <laughs> nice. All right. So basically, you look everything over. You can everything looks good. You can't see anything that would be of any concern. Yeah. Okay. So he like pops under for like two seconds and immediately gets back up and says, "It looks great. I mean, I I think it's fine." Could uh, could Gasha and Rick do like a mechanics check for like physical yeah. mechanics check? All right. One success. One, one success. Advantage. One advantage. Okay. You're doing your once over, and uh, yeah, you do notice an issue. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the power conduits on this ship are really outdated, and uh, the power reserves, you know, you, the ship gives a readout of its current power levels. There's no way it's going to actually have that much available just with how poorly wired this thing is. Uh, you don't know the full extent of the problem, but you do know that uh, the ship's uh, power is very inefficient. So in game terms, what that means is the uh, uh, system strain threshold is actually lower than uh, what it should be. Than it should be. So as you know that it is at least one lower than it should be. You don't know how much lower, but it is at least one. Well, this is like only going to matter if we have to do crazy maneuvers or if we get into. We some wouldn't kind of- have uh-huh. to do anything like that, though. I mean, this no, is a nice like- chill mission. Absol sending yeah. us on. <laughs> anyway, I'll this let everybody know. I'll let everybody know. Like you know, it, I don't think we need to worry about this really. But just FYI, Bor- Boren says, "I'm not sure why you all are doing these these checks. We were given this has already been looked over by the Calaris <laughs> mechanics. That we that they wouldn't leave it. We, we've we've been left in good hands. It, it's an insult to your superior officers that you would uh, uh, doubt the the condition of our craft. But Boren, you always told us to double check, triple check, cut once." <laughs> Warren doesn't have an answer to that. He, he just turns and leaves to go find his quarters. <laughs> Pretends he didn't hear. Yeah. Because this is a state ship meant to host diplomatic uh, ambassadors and, you know, and, and uh, political talks, uh, this is a very nice ship. All of you can probably take some very lavish quarters if you want to. Jeez. It's not the nicest ship Boren's ever been on. No, actually, <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Rex will just continue to stand in the in the wherever the cockpit is at attention yeah, until Boren yeah. tells him otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> For two weeks uh, straight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you gonna take her out? We're ready. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sir sits right. down in the in the cockpit and is ready to ta- do some unnecessary tricks on the way out as well. <laughs> yeah. Sir, you sit down in the pilot's chair. You get the okay to launch, and you're off into the up through the atmosphere and into. 
space. Something else I forgot to mention mm. uh, during your briefing, you also noticed that you were requisitioned uh, 2,500 ore, or rather, you were requisitioned 3,000 ore for, for your mission. Uh, but anybody who's flown a starship before knows that's basically just going to cover your fuel, so you mm. weren't actually given much money. Um, the better. And more efficiently you can plot your route, though, the more you may have left over to use for other aspects of your mission. Mm-hmm. Other mm -hmm. aspects, in quotation marks. Like bribing people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... All right, so boys... So should I return all these cheese puffs? <laughs> we don't need them? I can't believe you're not using this opportunity to bring Cheetos into the Twilight well, yeah. <laughs> now, now I have to find all these off-brands who get all mad about brands. <laughs> I'm glad I got the two that I got in there, and I'll have to just make up the rest. Even though I think Chiefs Puffs is a, like a Walmart branded version of Cheetos, but I could be wrong. I don't you know. might be right. All right, you guys get a escape up through Mechatol's atmosphere out into the uh, black void of space. As the planet shrinks behind you, the lights of Mechatol City, just one tiny spot on a giant uh, desolate sea of the planet. Uh... Surge takes you out to the safe distance to begin uh, engaging the mass drive for the jump to faster than light. Who wants to plot your course? Uh, Boren always wants to. Astrocartography. One success, okay. to advantage. To get to Lysis, you basically sort of have to make kind of like an arc um, out to the west uh, to get basically into the, uh, the lane in between the galactic arms where things are a lot uh, less crowded, and so you can achieve a higher, faster-than-light speed. Um, you've plotted a very good course. Um, normally, you would think this would take you about ten days to get to uh, to get to Lysis. Uh, you, it's still not gonna. It's not gonna take you the full ten days. It's still gonna take you most uh, nine and most of a day. But you'll get there a little bit earlier. And you definitely think you've saved on the fuel cost some. So you guys have 10 days that you're just stuck on this ship. Uh, anything you want to do? <laughs> uh, you did, uh, Harka did mention that uh, you're going to be dealing with some Drua, almost certainly. Uh, oh, yeah, that... we all need to practice that. Yeah, I, I, I spend many still. hours a day diligently reading over and using the materials to yeah. figure out how to protect my mind, especially because I'm exceedingly nervous of people getting inside my head. My mind's a steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to check the computer system and just see, just like when I'm, you know, in my downtime, just to see if there's anything like that didn't get scrubbed that is interesting or useful. Ooh, or... Yeah. Yeah. Mm, new pass logs, right. I love it. <laughs> well, let's take these things one at a time. Who all yeah. is practicing the mental defense routine? Boren definitely yeah, is. Me too. Yeah, Rex probably went over to Sir at one point and be like, "Do you know what a drua is?" <laughs> <laughs> you've absolutely, you've absolutely seen them. There, there is uh, a number of drua Hilaris agents. So, oh, okay, okay. Rex, okay. Rex just lacks confidence in what he knows. Yeah, <laughs> mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what it is. In fact, Sir just shows like a picture of a drua, and right away Rex is like, "Oh yeah." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so Sir is definitely gonna 
gonna practice the the mind meld or whatever. Uh, so this is gonna be a discipline check for you, and I'm gonna pass you the. You cannot assist each other on this check because. Mm. Uh, okay, Bourne does his session. Who's doing this one? I've got one. Oh right. no, a failure right. in two threats. It went. Oh gosh. Quite poorly for Bourne. His mind is. You not just a like steel blurted trap. out exactly everything you were thinking <laughs> instead of. <laughs> Guys, we should pretend like we didn't hear that. I think I do. I think I do more of the. I can't <laughs> stop doing the thing of like, don't think about yeah. the thing and don't like. I'm just still repeating that in my head. I'm incapable of not thinking about the thing I'm not supposed to think about. It's like that. Don't think of a white elephant yeah. experiment. Did you ever hear that? Yeah. All right, Boren, you take two strain for those two threats, and you have not. You have failed. Yes. To condition your mind. Amazing. Oh my gosh, this is a hard check. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Gasha and Rick, you also are unable to uh, condition your mind, and you take four strain because you're a Nazroka. You get to divvy that up between your two people, however you see fit. Rick will take it all. <laughs> Rick will take it all? Is that what you said? Yeah. Whoa. Rick has a 12 strain threshold. Gasha, Gasha only, only has seven. seven. Mm. But Gasha has 12 wounds and Rick only has five. Gotcha. So I I just want to, just want to, uh, what if I use a story point <laughs> and say that the thing is, sir, forgot the part that would be useful to the Drua and that that makes him better at the check? Um, cute. He, you're, you're so invested in the history of the Drua, but not of the current goings ons that you've, yes. you've absentmindedly only know yeah, ancient yeah, yeah. history. He's, he's more in the books than he is like in the current mission. Yeah. So like he knows he's like obsessing over the Drua right now, but he's kind of forgetting like what, why the Drua matter even in this yeah. mission. Uh, well, okay. I, got, I got a success. Hey, that's better than <laughs> the rest of us. Yeah. Four threats. Little... So four threats. That is uh, four strain. Cool. Uh, Rex, uh, you also took two strain from your two threat. Mm. But, sir, you have successfully used the mental defense routine, <laughs> and anytime a Drua tries to read your thoughts uh, for, the, for the first day you are on the planet, uh, they will upgrade the difficulty of their attempt. And we all know that Sir is the only one who like completed the sort no. of program. Okay, no, we don't. You, the, we think no we've all been like working hard, and mm -hmm. you've all, you've all attempted it. Uh, you you all feel drained, which is what that strain represents. Mm -hmm. None mm. of you know whether or not you were successful. Mm. We did a good job, guys. We really did. This <laughs> is a yeah. team yeah. effort. I feel yeah. prepared for it. anything yeah, that yeah, Nalu yeah. might throw at me. I'm actually kind of tired. I feel like I've been thinking about this too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like all we've done for like ten days. <laughs> I forgot to eat. Did Gosh did Gasha and, and Rick find computers sneaky computer bits? Stuff? Yeah, that's yeah, what that's what those bits? dice I just sent uh, okay. sent to them is for. Gosh, they're so everything's uh, so hard. And it would be Rick doing the computers check, yeah. What books did Sir read on the trip? Oh, let me So so uh, Sir did read the hunt for Red October. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a triumph. Um, and a Ooh, yeah, whoa. and a failure and a threat. Yeah, so you don't find uh, juicy things left over from previous Calaris missions that this ship has been on. Mm -hmm. What do you want to use the Triumph for? Do you, if you have ideas, we can go with that. Otherwise, uh, I 
think I've got something. What were you looking yeah. for again? You're just trying to you were trying to uh, see if there was old info. Yeah, like I know that this ship is super old right, and it has right. been used and it was an ex, Did you say it was an extra ship? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I was just seeing if they forgot to, you know, like check in their the hard back, drive yeah. or whatever and just seeing if there was any info. Um Gasha and Rick in particular are interested in like lost relics and stuff you may be surprised to hear (laughs) (laughs) so they're always they're always like kind of on the lookout for that so i don't know if there was anything related to that 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 might have been that the ship might have been like had on its logs but if you have another idea absol then i'm happy um actually i do have an idea okay so uh you don't really find much although you do find a, a piece of an old video log and there is uh of it looks like it was a meeting between the uh the extra and some representatives of the barony of letnev okay and uh the letnev diplomat has a a jagged but very uh glossy piece of metal on a chain around her neck uh you don't have it's just one quick little clip it's probably you know 20 years old at least mm-hmm. uh but as soon as Rick sees that, Rick is like, no, wait, stop. Enhance. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance further. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Rick is very certain that that very unattractive, jagged piece of metal is probably a shard from the Throne of Emperors. Ooh. A cool. shard of the throne. Well, I'll k- grab that file and put it on my devices. Orin wanted to spend uh, more time... Uh, if if there's one thing Boren's actually good at, it is knowledge stuff, and he spends some extra time of the ten days just doing as much research as possible to further update himself on like Nalu going on, Sardak going on, just really trying to actually be up to date on important information for this. Okay, uh, specifically researching those two factions or the events on license i think the two or... factions i i think the yeah I, i'm just looking okay. through sort of the general more a lore thing than a culture modern thing or whatever especially anything that might be useful in terms of how previous uh conflicts that perhaps ended diplomatically what what in history has gone well <laughs> that didn't lead to war basically to try and be informed of possible tactics that these factions are amenable to two successes three advantage oh excellent okay um well you succeed in finding out that there has been uh, you are very certain that there has been very little between these two factions that has successfully Mm de-escalated uh violence uh the not the nalu collective revealed itself in the middle of the twilight wars uh and almost immediately was warring with the Hakan and the Sardak Nor. The, the Nor very much do not like the Drua at all. Mm-hmm. Is there is there anything in uh, other like like Nalu Isaral relations that would like be something I might decide is transferable, whether it is or isn't? But just like who who is nalu diplomatic with i guess would be sort of uh, they are absolutely uh, very diplomatic with the isaral tribes um they've got a very close relationship uh most people have been able to uh yeah most intelligence agencies have been able to glean that like mm-hmm. 
yeah, those those two are cozy. Um, as mentioned, uh, you just going over public records, the Nalu have contributed nearly three times the required amount of their tithe to the Claris in both personnel and just money and resources. So they are, they're very cozy with the Claris, just kind of like uh, Tribunine Leeds said, they're the big spenders mm -hmm. that are actually contributing. Mm -hmm. So you, <laughs> the Tribuni does not want you to make them mad. Yeah. Do the Nor know that? And do they, do they contribute? Yeah, the Nor contribute, but they yeah. basically only contribute the required amount. Right. Mm -hmm. But so money is a little bit no object to Nalu. They're already just shoveling funds. I go to I go to Sir to to tell Sir about some of my findings uh, because in my eyes Sir is an accomplished spy, and I assume <laughs> has has understandings of things like what the Guild of Spies do. And uh, Sir, it's my understanding that uh, the Nalu they're hard to work with, and uh, we're going to really be relying on you out there uh, because what they respect above all else is is subterfuge. Someone who knows uh, what's going on in a in a sort of spy-like context so i'm gonna need oh, you yeah. to be my point person on the ground when we get down there yeah in fact let me show you some stuff right now and then sir just uh, sir just like hides like immediately <laughs> like he just he's just like let me let me show you let me show you what i got and uh and then i hide right in front of you mm -hmm. and and can i how hard is that boring i'm pretty uh, good at stealth boring oh yeah uh, yes <laughs> Is my oh my god, he just disappeared. <laughs> you will, I, no, I want to know, like, how hard would it be to hide from someone? That, this is, like, useful gameplay yeah. stuff. How hard would it be for me to hide from someone that has already seen me? <laughs> um, well, it would be Boren's perception. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Because he's currently watching you. And because hey, that's this not is so an great. area with, so, you know. an area with very few uh, places to hide and was very small mm -hmm. and you're being directly observed that's probably five setback dice so what it what is boren's perception actually I my perception is a green and a blue whatever that means it's well it says uh, so, it says a green a blue and a black i don't know so it's just basically just one green so yeah, yeah that's not that bad so uh boren is like a toddler with no object permanence <laughs> where did that, he go that's what, would, that's what you would be rolling against yeah all right so sir jumps Oh, no success, no advantage or one advantage. Yeah, no failure. Uh, so the way I see this happening is <laughs> Sir tries to hide and Boren is very obviously able to follow where you went. But Sir is able to give the impression of if you didn't know I was here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You really would have lost me. I, I am impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does like a backflip. At, at one point, that, yeah, that might you be You fail, but you sell the idea that it would yeah. have been successful. Yeah. That's right, good. Cool. You you keep up that kind of work out there, and uh, you know we'll we'll be able to to take a look at you know at even upping your rank after all of hey, this. Uh, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Rex is furious. <laughs> okay. Anything else to do during the long trip? Uh, Gosh and Rick, I'm assuming because you're medics by trade. Uh, you familiarize yourself with the advanced med bay? Totally. Yeah, this thing is this thing is snazzy. It's got uh, silicate plates uh, and uh, bonding uh, uh, materials for uh, treating titans. It's got uh -huh. uh, as so as long as we're healing on this ship, we've got like good bonus success and and yeah. advantage. It's even stuff. got some experimental uh, photo generators that can heal Creus. That'll be useful, maybe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully not, but maybe. 
right? Yeah. He's so stealthy, he'll never get hurt. He'll never find me. <laughs> uh, on the day we're set to arrive, I, I order everyone to uh, be in their diplomatic best. No no armor, no, no signs of threats. We are in our finery. We're in our nicest everything. Uh, and I expect a no lot out armor. of you all. I expect a lot out of you all. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> what does ghost like casual wear even look I mean, like? Sir, sir has to stay in his armor. He has no yeah. choice. I think but... you do have nice gloves, though. You have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I'm wearing my, my soft reading gloves. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know I'm a distinguished gentleman with these on. I'm just trying to put my armor in a backpack so I can carry it with me. Ooh. <laughs> I, I spend the last, as we're approaching, I my, my final task is shining my ambassadorial staff. Ooh. Need that thing to look as good as it possibly can. Okay. Can I wear? <laughs> can I wear okay. covert? Can I wear covert armored skin? That thing and not look weird. Like it's covert. You will look weird if that's all you're wearing. No, no. Uh, no. If you you can wear can... it under regular clothes, and then you could take those regular clothes off when you need to actually activate the stealth okay. aspect of your armored uh, your covert covert skin. That's what I'll do. Boren, I won't wear my armor, but I'm going to bring my grenades. <laughs> just so you know. Did anyone want to go through the uh, list of incidents, or were you just uh, okay with the general overview you got earlier? I suppose uh, Boren would be updating himself, uh, or, or, or perhaps assigning that task. Actually, the thing I wanted to do, and I forgot to do it in the, the room with the Tribuni, is starting to put expectations on rex um so i have i have a conversation with rex that is so rex obviously you'll be on the ground with us uh on lysis i expect that won't be an issue for you at all and not, uh not an i'm issue. gonna want you to be up to date on uh all of the specific incidents i need you to uh to be aware and keep us all in check on uh you know we we, we all have our general knowledge but i need someone to have a hyper focus on specific incidents that's all i ever do is hyper focus <laughs> on things i got this <laughs> Um, but uh, uh, Rex is terribly upset about having to be on this planet, but he will do what he needs to do. So Rex, just to give you an overview, uh, there have been a total of seven incidents in the past six months. Uh, the one that started it all was about six months ago. And as I mentioned, uh, the Nalu ambassador's uh, air car was rigged to explode. Uh, while the ambassador was not in the vehicle when the explosion occurred, two members of her security team were killed. Uh, a little over a month later, uh, a high-ranking Winaran judge was, uh, there were rumors flying around that he had been influenced uh, by the Nalu following a ruling that overturned a law that would have restricted Drua citizens. Uh, and a, uh, another Winaran attempted to assassinate him. Uh, that Winaran failed, uh, luckily, but, and is in custody, but uh, that happened. Serves him right. Only a few weeks later, a, uh, a nor tr a troop transport coming in from the Sardak system uh, exploded. Well, not the entire transport, uh, but a bomb went off on the transport, uh, killing and injuring several Nor soldiers. Uh, it looks as uh, wreckage analysis indicates that the bomb was being carried by one of the soldiers aboard, which uh, probably implies some interference things were a little bit quieter for about a month and a half 
and then a very popular extra politician uh, who was attempting to ne negotiate with both sides and had uh, the beginnings of a very delicate and complicated uh, plan to continue uh, continue the peace and Lysician independence, just died. Uh, died of a stroke. He was not known to have any health issues. Only a few days later, uh, there was uh, arson at a popular media center that had consistent pro-NOR programming. The person behind that arson was not captured. That's still, still unknown. And that all led up to the thing I mentioned before of the general in charge of the NOR military presence launched fighters and they just basically hovered over the Nalu embassy. Son, I love that you're obviously actually taking notes handwritten right now. That is chef's kiss. I appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, they're written as Rex, so don't be too <laughs> yeah, they're, not, they're not good notes. Cargo, boom, fire kid. in theater. <laughs> you don't know how many times I wrote boom on this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's all in your uh, data brief, which you all have access mm -hmm. to. So if you want to refresh it, mm -hmm. I can always repeat it. Uh, but no need. Yeah, Rex has got it. Steel trap. Steel trap. <laughs> <laughs> We're here. All right, you all feel the familiar shudder of coming, of decelerating out from faster than light. And um, you come in and you can see Lysis. It's a very lush green planet. It's got a very big tropical region where most of the population is centered. And the polar, the polar ice caps are very small. It's got a very small tilt, so it doesn't have much in the way of seasons. It's mostly just wet mm. all the time is there a particular place we need to land or i mean can i like is it just up to me <laughs> um, right over there <laughs> i mean it's up to you there are several major cities there's about uh 20 major cities on the planet but the capital city the capital city of, Sh of shirkwa is just south of the equator on one of the larger continents uh, so boring like uh should, should we land at uh shirkwa Take take us to the capital, uh, post haste, and get me as close to uh, a relevant embassy. Uh, 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 I think we should start these conversations with Nalu, uh, so as close to any sort of Nalu embassy as we can get. Uh, well, as you approach, you are hailed by uh, the you know Lysis uh, Customs Agency, because remember, Lysis is an independent planet; it's got its own planetary mm. government. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, sir, answers the hail. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Tlorin <laughs> uh, class cutter, we have you on our uh, we have you on our sensors. Uh, please state your business. We're here on. Uh, tell them we're here on Calera's business. <laughs> you just say no. That. I'm like, telling it to you. Was, nah, uh, yeah, I'm uh, telling uh, sir. Tell them that we are on Calera's business. We're uh, we're on Calera's business. Uh, I see. Uh, one moment, please. Sorry, can you, can you understand me, or am I coming over clean, or... I'm sorry, I, I, I'm talking to you through a helmet. Tomorrow <laughs> class cutter, we do not have you registered as a Calaris ship. I, I look back at Boren, and I'm kind of like... I don't think we were supposed to say that it's a Calaris ship. We are here on a procured vessel by the... You want me to uh, say here this? On, tell them, uh, hand say? me the... I'll take the... I sort of, like, step <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> Uh, uh, we're, we're, this is a extra vessel on loan. Uh, perhaps the, they failed to update the records, but we, we are here on a, uh, 
on a uh, on a on a basis of mediation. Uh, so if we can, we're, we're here to sort of tend to the the incidents at hand. You're doing great. It, it's seriously. You're doing All right, great. uh, Boren, you are going to be making a charm check for me. Mm. Is Boren uh, charming? <laughs> you got this, sir. Absol, would you describe this as polite company? Um, you are certainly passing yourself off as polite company, yes. My proper so upbringing you... dictates that when I'm making a social check mm -hmm. in polite company, Boren may suffer mm -hmm. strain, one strain to add an advantage to the results. Yeah, so you may absolutely do that. Four failures, but six advantage. <sighs> oh, My wow. favorite role. <laughs> <laughs> Peaks and valleys. Okay, so... Um, they are quiet on comms for a very long time, and then a new voice comes on that you, that <laughs> <The manager>. definitely... <laughs> this is going great. This is going great. It's quiet. That's how you know it's good. Um, so the first voice you were pretty sure was a Winarin. This one, uh, you can hear the clacking of mandibles, so you're pretty sure this person's a Nor. <laughs> Lauren class cutter. Uh, please, uh, we are sending you landing instructions. Please follow them. Uh, yes, of course. <clears throat> uh, 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 sir, you're gonna get some instructions here. Just follow those to, uh, to a T, please. Just, just do, just do exactly what they say, please. What are the instructions? Uh, you are given a, uh, directions to a dock. Uh, from the looks of it, from your initial scans, it seems like it's a fairly nice dock. Uh, on in Shirkwa, the capital city. They like us. Uh, not this is too going far well. from the uh, not too far from the Parliament Building. Hmm. We're, we're already crushing it, guys. <laughs> yeah, good. I like the look of this building. This is good. We're we're coming right up on. on I just it. hold out my fist to give uh, Rick some nucks. I just, I just yeah. gonna <laughs> check in on the vibe real quick. So we're all of the opinion of like this is good. We should just yeah. do this. Yes, we should just do this. I think this yeah. is good. Oh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> and, then, and then Sir Sir takes us down to that specific platform. <laughs> okay. Sarcastic Casper, I love him. <laughs> uh, so as you guys are going down, uh, as you approach the city. Two things are very obvious. One, you can see what is very clearly the Nalu Quarter. Uh, there's an area where there are very large buildings, all decorated with very obvious crystals. Uh, it's towards the edge of town, but it is, it's a very large part of town. Uh, the Nalu Embassy is probably over there. Uh, the other thing you can see is the Parliament Building, which is a big spire, and the uh the larger circular part of the building at the base uh, is smoking Ooh. oh the building we're going okay. to right now. uh well you're not you're going to a dock that is probably about um 40 kilometers away I which gotcha. in in terms of you know is pretty close because mm -hmm. air cars are fairly fast but uh, there has the been an the building incident. is currently yeah. on fire mm -hmm. or not on fire but it is smoking mm -hmm. Do we have any sensors we could use to determine like what the source of the smoke is, or like if it is a fire, or if it's like uh, something yeah. else? There's a new pope at uh, <laughs> on Lysis. Yeah, it could uh, be a pope. Thing. It is not coming out of a chimney. It is coming out of the side of the building, which is no longer there. Oh. Uh, yeah, you can make a perception check to use the ship's sensors. Who wants to do that? Sounds like Sir was doing it. What about vigilance? No, vigilance. It, vigilance. It, 
isn't quite right. All right. Well, I suck at perception, but I I also like making rolls. <laughs> so I'm rolls. gonna mess up. Um, I okay, can, so I got I got I one green. Aid, I can aid. I've got three cunning with Gasha. Ooh, that would probably help. So yeah, Ga- uh, Gasha can help. Uh, give Sir two more cunning. Jesus. So two failures, three advantage. Oh man, you got so unlucky on those dice. There's only one face that's on the purples that's double failure. You got both of them. You got it on both of them. <laughs> oh Boren did too. Holy cow. Yeah. We're not rolling super well. That's great. Right? You know, that's really. You guys are doing great. No, we're doing great. We're doing great. Lift, lift, lift those spirits off the ground and raise your hands up in the air. We're doing a good job. Rick raises all four of his hands. <laughs> uh, so using the ship sensors, you can't tell exactly what happened to cause this damage in smoke, uh, but you do note the large mass of uh, heat signatures, which are very obviously people gathered around uh, the building, and you're very easily to note the uh, police cordon and the very large presence of onlookers. Ooh. It's like yep. a protest. Uh, sure, they? we could call it that. Yeah. I mean, we did hear about some arson earlier, so this, <laughs> mm-hmm. this would probably be, this might that was, have something to do with that. That was at a new studio, not the parliament building. Right. But Seems related. Ar- arsonist at large, right? I mean, yeah. it feels, now, I'm, I'm not trying to connect the dots here out of character, <laughs> but. And the parliament building is not associated with a particular faction. That's neutral still. Right? That's the local government. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I still insist to Sir that we do as ordered by. Oh yeah, bug. we are. Yeah, yeah, no, Sir. Sir is still taking us down. It's just yeah. Maybe he makes some comment like he's like, like I, I can't understand these these turtle these turtle sensors. I'm looking at them and I'm like, I just, they don't make sense to me. I, I, I... He's like kind of put off by the iconography of it. Very different from what you're used to back when every back where everything is energy and light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking words. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you sit down. Um, it's in a uh, uh, one another subterranean um, a dock, and so you go down four levels to the bay that they gave you, mm-hmm. and uh, na- you know navigate yourself in. They've got magnetic tethers that can help get you situated, um, and there are people on the platform waiting for you. Is there a way that could could Sir possibly take the Take the ship down in such a way as to uh, kind of like smush the ship up against a wall so as to not like expose ourselves to these people right away. That would be difficult, but you could attempt a piloting check if you I, want. Uh, I'd love do to note do something that, fancy like that. Yeah. Do note that failure might result in scratches to your nice ship. Yeah, well, well yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully. Let's not get too hopeful here, but... Ooh, and you're using. Oh, I see. You just used a. You used a I point. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be clear before we even roll this dice. Sir's like, here, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I I catch on to what Sir's doing. I'm like, yeah. Make sure we also have a quick exit. Should it be necessary? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, give yeah. us give us an angle of uh of. Oh dear. A way out. So basically, the upgrade there is because there are magnetic tethers help that are ostensibly right. trying to help guide you in but your maneuver is not what they are programmed I'm, to do so they are making things much more difficult i'm pulling against them a little bit let's see three successes oh, nice. three successes nice nice never doubted you for a second sir uh you <laughs> basically managed to land the ship at an angle so that when you're coming out 
One, you will not be near the people who are already on the bay waiting for you. And also your uh, exit will be covered in case they try to start shooting at you. Yeah. Which, Very cool. You're not sure why they would, but, you know, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Sir's, like, surprised. Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, whoa. It's <laughs> <laughs> never worked before. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he expels confidence and then expects failure. So. <laughs> Boren's ready at, like, sort of where the gate's going to drop down to let us out. But uh, I, I sort of usher... Uh, Rex to like just can you stand a little get closer just be just hey right you be a little I'm bit literally right behind be you just like, a little <laughs> bit closer just please I just I you hug him yeah. <laughs> doors open I don't know right, fully the, the lay of the land outside this people are oh, in a slightly different area than where we're getting off Bor- right. uh, uh, Rex couldn't figure out a better way to get closer to Boren, so he just tries to hold his hand as the door opens. I like, just tries sl- to, like, like slap it Aww. away, but like stay, like, stay sort of leaning against okay, him. Okay. Like, stop, don't touch, touch, just do this. All right, all right, all right. I'll stay right here. All right, right here. I'm right here. All right. Uh, ramps down in a very awkward spot. Um, <laughs> there are uh, five people there uh, two Nor, a Winaran, a Hakan, and a human. Mm hmm. Mm. Uh, all of them look like they are important in some fashion. Uh, the Nor, or one of the Nor and the Wanaran look like they've got some sort of nice clothing, suits and such. The others seem to have much more practical. They look like they might be uh, police or military. None of it's as nice as mine, though, right? No, no, of course oh, not. My God. <laughs> are they wearing armor? The people that look like they might be police are not wearing armor per se, although it might be ec- their clothing might be echo treated, which makes okay. it much more uh, protective. Greetings. Hello. Hi, we're here. Thank you for the uh thank you for the dock, the docking instructions. Uh <laughs> Where can we uh, meet whoever's the- uh sort of <laughs> in charge of uh everything? going on here uh the nor uh the nor in the nicer uh clothing uh steps forward and she says uh, may we inquire who you are let me check let me as matt let me check my internal i had it under the impression that it, like we weren't being sent as like specifically not calera's right like we're trying to mediate no. we're yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You absolutely we are. We can be yeah. straight up. We can be straight up about why we're here. Right. Okay, great. We are here from the uh, Calaris Initiative uh, from Mechatol Rex. I, I use that with some pomp. I say Mechatol Rex <laughs> with a bit of an air. Um, we're from Mechatol Rex. I, I kind of also say that at the Winarin, like as if mm. I'm the one on Mechatol, <laughs> not you, you pleb. <laughs> uh, so at Mechatol Rex, ever heard of it? Um, and uh, we were sent here to um, just, you know, help out in whatever way we can and sort of see if we can't, you know, go ahead and knock all this silliness out. Silliness. <clears throat> is that how the Calaris is uh, treating this situation? <laughs> A little condescending there, Matt. Well, when two parties can't seem to find common ground, it takes someone equipped to... Uh, find common ground for them so yes i, I would say we find it a and what, tad bit and what silly. two parties were you were you referring to there are three parties that could a concern here huh i would say the three parties that i am most concerned with are the sardak 
the Nalu and the Calaris itself. <clears throat> uh, we're going to have you roll a, uh, a, a charm check. Uh, there are going to be some setbacks on this. Oh. Uh, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Can uh, I help him? <laughs> like I, I just hype guy. Uh, this Nor is not very pleased with you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody here is from the Lysis government. And you have just ignored that they have, they have any, any stake in this. Of, what? Yeah, of course. Uh, you left him out. Yeah. <laughs> you said charm. Is there any way I can convince you that it's a... Uh, negotiation? Like yeah, a negotiation. leadership. Like I'm just here with a presence, a, a pomp to me. I have some sense of authority. Actually, yeah, that's... I, I'll, I'll, I'll allow that, yeah. Because leadership is... Uh, Convincing someone to do something, what yeah. to do what you want by exerting authority. So yeah, perfect. And so you would say they recognize the authority of the the robes that I'm the robes I represent. Yeah, yeah, this is gonna go great for. Well, me. we'll see. <laughs> my dignitaries garb. They rec- I I'm wearing my Calaris garb that says I am Calaris. You have to at least owe you owe me a modicum of. So I'll give it to you for your staff. Not for your robes, because what the things you led this conversation with did not give them a good impression of the Calaris. Mm. So that's actually adding a threat for your robes now. Okay. So you get an advantage from your uh, staff and a threat from your robes, which basically just cancels out to neutral. Okay. But I have dynamic epaulets add one success to leadership checks. That's the main thing I was yeah. after. Okay. Oh, yeah. Those, uh, the uh, very uh, fancy uh, mil- military outfit. Two failures. Shit. <laughs> you are Rough uh, very certain you did not make a good impression. Do here. I have anything? I'm like desperately looking for points I can turn around. Does anyone else want to jump in? No. Born's, born's in charge. <laughs> yeah. Leave me to die. <laughs> Listen, I like, sir got us down. Yeah. Piloted us down. Yeah. Uh, nope, that's Warren's it. We're, we're, here's, here's where we are. The Nor seems, both the Nor and the Winaren seem very annoyed at you. The Nor looks like she's literally about to just, just say, mm-hmm. okay, get out of here. We'll deal with this ourselves. Uh, when uh, the Hakan, the, one of the police officers from the back says, look, we need we need someone's help. This is not getting any better. Maybe we can hear them out. Yeah, give us another shot. <laughs> oh, I see. So you used one of one of our player points in like yeah. for us. Is that something that that is that normal? Could we could you do that? <laughs> that is not normal, but it's a way to We needed an out. <laughs> yeah, right. you needed an out. All right. Yeah. We should be better at remembering that. I tend to forget about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I li- yeah. no, I like They're- using them. They're totally them. useful, yeah. The Wanaran steps forward and says, very well, uh, thank you, Claris, for coming to Lysis during this troubled time. You're welcome. Oh my... Hey, don't push it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> chill for a second. Uh, our mayor has... Uh, uh, we informed the mayor of your arrival, and she is wanting to speak with you. Internally, Boren is insulted that it's just a mayor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, so so Sir's getting like really nervous. Yeah. Um. What? Uh. As far as the things that Sir is able to carry with him into this encounter, I assume that his 
like laser rifle is not one of those things. You should probably not be bringing a laser rifle into a meeting with a local government official. Absolutely. Now. Did you um, did you want to put that in my backpack? <laughs> I I feel like the the idea here is that it's much too big to be like correct. Like there's not really a way yeah, to conceal a, that. There, that is a that is a giant gun. Okay, so I'm I'm just trying to like think if Sir is in this situation, Sir is thinking like this might actually go really really poorly. Uh, but I don't ha I don't believe I have like anything smaller uh, that I could possibly bring concealed. Let me double check real quick. Oh, I'm kind of dumb, and I should have maybe bought like a pistol. I have a collapsible blade, so I'll have that. Cool. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Which is like, that should be fine, right? Like, what yeah. else could we possibly need? Yeah, sure. It'll be uh, Rex brought his deflector bus, but, but, ugh, buckler, his shot pistol, and all of his grenades. <laughs> it's a heavy backpack. <laughs> we'll just grenade the room and run. <laughs> oh, no, those aren't in the backpack. Those are just on his waist. Oh, please, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay um yes we'll speak with the mayor thank you that that seems uh we, we better get this moving so that we can uh uh report back to mechatol rex as quickly as possible i see yes uh this way we have an air car waiting as we're like walking away can gasha go up to the hakan because they're like both cats and have distant mm -hmm. uh, common relatives right and just be like so what happened we saw the smoke um on the on the way in i know that there's been unrest here but i'm just wondering you know this seems pretty recent what something pretty terrible happened obviously you're gonna make a charm check thank god someone on our team is charming <laughs> am i though <laughs> so the um the normal way i would choose to do this is for rick to make the check but, but you, I, you're specifically making yeah. use of gasha's uh, yeah can I get a blue dye with Gasha I, because of the I, I gave you two for that. Yeah, perfect. Two success, oh, two oh, threat. Oh, I did. Great. Well. So yeah, the, the Hakan kind of slows down to match your pace. Hakan are a bit taller than Roka. He sort of leans to the side and says, it's not been good. Uh, yesterday, uh, someone attempted to bomb parliament and assassinate the prime minister. Oh my gosh. We thought That's that the fighting was happening between the between the Nor and the Drua. It's complicated. There are people here that uh, local license that support both sides, and those that are very uh, upset that our government isn't doing more to mm. uh, reinforce that we are remaining neutral. And he's saying he's saying we in that he's saying himself as yeah. a staunchly lysis person not mm -hmm. yeah everyone here at this dock that came to meet you is yeah. uh or part of the local government well i hope that we can be of help <laughs> you have i'll tell you you haven't made a good impression yet but here's hoping <laughs> yeah. born is a born is an acquired taste You'll learn to love him. <laughs> Gasha says, hoping that that's true for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> You'll learn to tolerate him. <laughs> so you uh, follow them to the lift and get into the air car they have waiting for you. Uh, you get a police escort. Uh, you're not going to the parliament building. You're going a couple blocks away to the mayoral estate for the city uh when you land and get into the building rex you are given a very stern look 
They are not letting you take your grenades and your pistol in to meet with the mayor. I'm here to protect you as much as I am here to protect my team. So <laughs> these, these grenades are for you. Let me own in there. I would like to try to 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 I would like to try to convince them like I'm here to I'm here to protect you and like hey you know it kind of does seem like there's some issues going on and so might as well have all the help we can get. Okay, so you're trying to be earnest about your. Uh, intentions to help mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right so that would be charm my Perfect. team all has to do charm checks to make up for my charm check yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh would it be maybe negotiation uh no because you're not offering to give up something in exchange mm-hmm. for right. something else mm-hmm. yeah what is there to negotiate Giving up their lives <laughs> uh, so that's just that's just average it's not too hard because uh charm i'll take it because you're uh, because you're being honest. One, uh, Boren made a really bad impression, and two, they're mm-hmm. very on edge right now. Mm. Dang! <laughs> wow. Five failures, but three advantages. Boren, I may need to wait outside. <laughs> um, so here's what I'll say: is they won't let you in with the weapons. Like you have failed to convince them to let you in with your weapons. However, you do think that they realize that you at least. Uh, they recognize that you, Asar, are very uncomfortable on this planet, but you uh, are here, and they are convinced of your earnestness and your willingness to help. Mm-hmm. Is this like a situation where, like, there's a door and there's a guard on each side? Uh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're not going to let you in with weapons, but they believe Rex at least is here to help. I'm going to stand right in front of the door after you guys go in. <laughs> and also and guard. I'm just going to... I'm also gonna guard. <laughs> you got this, boss. Thank you, Rex. Just give him a thumbs up. Stand guard. Make sure nothing's funny out here. <laughs> it's funny. Are these guards wearing armor? Uh, yes, these guards guards are wearing armor. I was just like looking at them, like, you guys care if I put this on? <laughs> uh, they say yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll just like slowly put <laughs> okay. it down between my. <laughs> I put it down like between my legs and just like look at an opportunity to slowly put on like one piece at a time <laughs> just in case. All right. So you head in. Uh, the mayoral office is really nice, as you would expect. Um, and the mayor is a Winaran. And you can see she's got a, uh, a nice uh, engraved uh, gold plate with her name. Uh, mayor Thina Eek Florentia. The Nor that had come out to meet you at your landing site uh, leads you in and says, Ma'am, here are the Calaris uh, agents to see you. Hello, Mayor. We're here to help in any way we can. We're here from the uh, Calaris initiative on Mechatol Rex. Uh, she stands up and says, Thank you, Vakra. Uh, and the Nor. Uh, gives a small bow and sort of backs out and the door closes behind her. And <clears throat> the mayor steps up and says, ah, and thank you, Claris, for coming. Uh, I assume, based on the timing, you got here rather quickly after receiving word. We have an expert pilot and uh, made a, made an easy course of it. It wasn't hard uh, for us to get here. And of course, this is a matter of utmost importance to the Claris Initiative. So, you know, we, 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 we aren't here to... Um, Lollygag. 
Her is like touched by that comment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. Uh, she turns, and you can uh, you can't see the Parliament building from her window, but you can see the smoke. Things are getting worse here on Lysis, as I'm sure you can see. Uh, what is the Calaris's plan to uh, assist in this plan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's important that we make some quick relations here and get a get a better lay of the uh, sort of inner workings, uh, the dynamics at play uh, before we kind of reveal our hand, as it were. Um, I mean, there's 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 enough kind of carnage going on that it's hard to know who to trust at this point, wouldn't you say? Uh, what's what's your read on the the situation? Uh, my read, yes. Well. <laughs> I believe that uh, the two opposing powers, and you can tell she has, there's a lot of distaste in how she uh, says that word, are attempting to either encourage the other to leave or else provoke them into an attack so that they can be justified in calling for uh, retaliation. And we, License, are caught in the middle. Is there a preferred side of this conflict the License have... Uh leaned towards in in how you know how they're treated yes our own uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah we made a very That's staunch the... declaration to the council that we would remain neutral in galactic politics as much as possible Lauren has just like completely yeah but like over. what but like which one the i'm just asking government. you <laughs> like why it was like boring is like so, like, I'd much rather think about the Nor and the Druid. I'd really like this to be as easy as possible. He's <laughs> like, what? So, do the people of Lysis, who do they root for? Do they root for Lysis or. <laughs> the concept of independence doesn't, like, track. You must be fiercely dedicated wow. to a to a, a he's higher like an elitist, a bureaucratic elitist. Like there's, he's like, there's yeah. no way this Poduck planet likes itself. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't they heard of Mechatol Rex? Yeah. <laughs> Don't they want Mechatol Rex to rule over them in some way? Now you know why Harka added that of the cohorts available. Yeah. To her. <clears throat> She's like, oh my god, I have to send Boren. <laughs> this is not going to go well. <laughs> well, it seems the best course of action here would be to, um, you know, approach, uh, 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 get a better sense of specifically what each uh, side is asking for. And mm. um, I don't know. I mean, don't you, don't you, don't you think that... Uh, in the sort of galactic scheme of things, it'd be difficult for Lysis to manage its own affairs. I mean, if and I understand there's a conflict, but if, if it's a matter of uh, more support from Mechatol, you know, that is something we can report back. In our history, we have dealt with colonizing powers before and it's never gone well. So no, we don't believe that it is within our interests to allow ourselves to be subjugated once again. Subjugated we, is such a harsh word. That's right. Go, go ahead, Kate. Yeah. I don't know that I like Boren. Really? No. I'm not sure I'm... He's an acquired taste. I'm not taste. sure I'm with Boren. Listen, he's been thoroughly indoctrinated through his whole life into this way of thinking. It's not his fault, right? But... He's a staunch winner. Uh, I think Rick kind of gets it. And Rick wants to ask the mayor if sh what she thinks would be a good solution for Lysis. Like, how could this, how could we help them? 
Because it's like something that I have been thinking too, or Rick and Gasha have been thinking is like, why are either of the Nalu or the Drua and um, and the Nor just allowed to be here if we are supporting Lysus's choice to stay independent? Right, like the Nor. Uh, there was an, a uh, a treaty drafted up with uh, between us and the Sardak Nor mm-hmm. uh, to prevent their colonization of Lysis, but uh, part of the terms allowed them to station military assets on our planet. Okay. Uh, that was the best terms we were able to, uh, ac- we were able to re- receive. The Collective has not officially made an attempt to, their ambassador is simply here as, well, an ambassador, uh, but their intentions are very clear. They've, uh, the Drua population... Uh, immigrating to Lysis has exploded recently. Uh, mm. Before the reinstatement of the Galactic Council, we had almost no Drua residents. Now 2% of Lysis's population is Drua. That's a lot of snakes. While they are not uh, making an overt play, their intentions are very clear through their actions. So the Drua seem the clear aggressor here, and if perhaps we can just at the very least reinstate some of what the Nor were already offered. Uh, at least that's perhaps some sort of starting point, is finding a way to get the Nalu to back off. That might leave your diplomatic relations where they had previously left off, is all I'm saying. Perhaps, yes. Uh, I will say I've not myself uh, had much dealings with the uh, collective ambassador. She mostly treats with Parliament. Although I have had a few state dinners with her before. Sounds like we should go talk to her. Yeah, maybe just letting both parties know that the Calaris is paying attention and is here and Mm -hmm. aggression is not sanctioned Mm -hmm. by the Calaris. And we have so much authority. I'm sure they're they're super scared of the four of us here now on this planet (laughs) with our ship that has no guns, but... But yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so Sir just kind of wants to know. Sir's just like a so serious question. What kind of outcome would Lysus prefer? Yeah, I can only speak for my city, uh, but it is one of the largest cities on Lysus with one of the uh, most diverse populations, and we would prefer that uh, both uh, our ideal solution would be for both powers to withdraw. Uh, if they wish to uh, retain embassies, they may, but uh, the mass immigration and the military presence is not to our liking. Mm. Uh, that seems exceedingly far-fetched, though. Mm. Why do you think they're here? Why Why do they care so much about life? The collective, I don't know. The Norse intentions are much more obvious. Uh, Lysis is lacking in some resources necessary uh during the dark years we were very isolated because we don't have uh the necessary materials to uh distill starship fuel uh but there are some traits to our planet that would allow terraforming to transform it into a much more prosperous uh, planet and it's got a uh, very important location near the core systems. Mm. Uh, Due to the primitive near sentient species that's native to this planet, I'm I'm told the Lazax Empire did not permit terraforming, but of course they're gone now. So our 
the Nor have made their intentions clear that once Lysis is an official colony, they will terraform it, which would not only likely render that uh, native species extinct, it would also displace most of our people. Seems bad. Sounds like likely the outcome is bad. <laughs> uh, Rex, uh, that sounds very familiar to what the Nor did to the Sar here on Lysis. Oh, you didn't hear that. You're out. Yeah, we try not to bring that up around. Rex, Rex I'll be uh, like texting currently. you updates so that you're like up to speed on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because you're outside. I mean, technically, somebody could set their combi to just. Yeah, we could be um, like to, listening to, in. Yeah. So he could listen in even though he can't uh, talk. And I'm just telling the guards, I'm like, oh, it's going good in there. And then at times I'm like, oh, it's going bad in there. <laughs> well, I think our best course of action is to at least uh, uncover. We, 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 There's no convincing we can do of getting rid of people if we don't even know what they're after in the Nalu's case. So I think our best, our, our best and first step should be meeting with them as the aggressive party and uh, establishing motive and figuring out how we can perhaps talk them away yeah very well uh we can uh we can loan you a uh, government air car for your travels while you're here uh the faster the better uh just so that we can make quick work of this uh and just on behalf of my <laughs> pilot I, I know that he's keen to handle uh whatever we can throw at him so i'll yeah. fly whatever you got <laughs> uh very good thank you for your assistance thank you and i hope we can um find a, a an agreeable solution for everyone here <laughs> like so, like, you just got described the most, like, like difficult so, situation where the, like, the likely outcome, and you're just like, yeah, I'm sure everybody's going to be happy in the end. <laughs> Gotta go. Like, <laughs> sounds like everybody's going to get something. Boren is, I'm Boren. Boren is convinced he can walk into any room and say Mechatol Rex, and the people will go like, oh, we better shut up and listen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that did not go well here. Um, so you head out, you collect Rex. Well, could I, before before they collect oh, me sure. while I'm hearing all this, can I talk to the two guards? Maybe get like, oh, sure. Like some insight on like, maybe like, what the non-political people, just like what the average, you know, you know, blue-collar person thinks about all of this? Yeah, sure. Um, the guards are, I'm not even going to make you roll. Well, we'll roll, they're going to give you something no matter what, but we'll roll to see if you can uh, get them to uh, give you even more. Yeah, and I want to pay up, like, since I'm like a, a military guy, like, I, and they're like guards, I want to like play up that relationship. Yeah, yeah, bit. yeah. Once again, that's charm because you're just shooting the breeze. Um, mm -hmm. but I'll give you some boost dice because one, your earlier role said, Hey, these guys trust you now. And two, you know, you've got that common ground. Okay. Ooh. So you got a success and one threat. Yep. One threat. Um, I think the threat just comes from, it just goes as another strain just because you hear over the comms, what the Nor are planning to do to this planet. And that's really just like. Mm -hmm. that's triggering to you. <laughs> um, but your success is, yeah, the guards, after a while, they get to talking with you, and you basically hear that, on the whole, Lysis is very unhappy with what's going on because this sort of violence is basically a precursor of what happened to their planet during, you know, a long time ago, and that did not go well for them. Uh, but you do hear from the guards that there are, there's a large faction of local nor that people sort of derisively call the rejoiners who are very in favor of rejoining the sardak nor as a colony and in fact um at about a little over a week ago which uh you know doing some math in your head would have been uh like 
right as you were leaving Mechatol Rex, uh, there was a very violent demonstration that included some anti-Nor or some Nor rejoiners. Where do you guys, where are like these rejoiners hanging out? Is there like a, a bar where like they like meet and gather and talk and, and have like, you know, assemblies? Do you like poetry nights and stuff? Yeah. Is there, are they beat poets? <laughs> <laughs> they're, I mean, they're not just uh, local to any one area. They're spread out all over the planet. Thank you. <laughs> Everyone on this team is really, we're all really smart. You know? We're definitely yeah, yeah. not a bunch of dumb bumpkins. <laughs> Rex has a two intelligence. <laughs> hey, that's average. Yeah, that's not bad. Okay, no, that's cool. Because yeah, now, now like Rex definitely wants to keep an eye out and maybe like talk to more people. Like if you... You know, like he wants to f- he wants to find out this location mm-hmm. of where these rejoiners are mm-hmm. to kind of, um, and he'll be texting the group chat. Oh no, not the group chat. He'll be sending the same message to each individual person on the team. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't have group chat. We do. Yeah, it's no just ga- uh, ga- Rick and Gash are the only ones who ever post anything. <laughs> he, yeah, he 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 sends it out individually, but there's a group chat of just Rex. Um, Gasha, Rick, and Sir, yeah. and he'd sex it to that, <laughs> yeah. but he does it individually <laughs> to everybody. So you guys get multiple texts right. on the same thing, but you know what's right, up. That's the protocol. Yeah. All right. So about ten minutes after you collect Rex, uh, a very a nice air cart pulls around, and the driver gets out and offers you, uh, Sir, the or the, they offers the team the car. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Sir. Sir just jumps right into the driver's seat. Yep. The weather. Which was overcast as soon as you got here. You know, the sort of rumbling lightning starts to open up the clouds and you get some big fat raindrops just dropping down really heavy. <clears throat> it's a mostly tropical planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a tropical planet. The rain is very heavy here. <laughs> I drive us to the Nalu Quarter. All right, you take off. Um, it's to the uh, west uh, near the edge of the city. And. You get there. It's very obvious when it starts. Uh, the, the buildings are, you know, fairly modern-ish style. Each planet sort of has their own style, but uh, as the galaxy's sort of been coming back together, some things have crept in. You recognize, uh, Boren recognizes the old uh, Winaran style, very heavily influenced here, as well as some of the round, stucco-like Nor buildings as the predominant architectural trends. He's disgusted. <laughs> uh, but there's a very clear demarcating line where that just sort of cuts off and you get the very sharp, angular, uh, but very uh, clean-lined uh, and crystal-embedded Nalu structures. I just want to call attention to what was the one thing Harka said to do? Don't think about how it's definitely the Nalu's fault until you have evidence because yeah. they might get mad at us yeah. and stop contributing. Well, yeah, I haven't stopped thinking about that, so... <laughs> Yeah, actually, going into this next interaction, uh, Sir is just reciting the plot to uh, Hunt for Red October, just like in his head. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just has it lo- locked and loaded as like interference, as psychic interference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, should we have a conversation before we get to the, because we've all been doing training on the ship about mm-hmm. our- Successfully. To, to, to all <laughs> yeah. successfully, but uh, trying to prep for our actual first proper Nalu encounter. Well, do you want me, I was going to mention this, do you want me to, like, try to find out where these rejoiners are? Maybe they have, like, maybe they've had some people on it that are trying to find them, and maybe I could get some information. Yeah, I think that's absolutely our second mission prerogative. Uh, We have to 
see what we can first uncover. I don't expect this first encounter with the Nalu to go uh, to give us all the information it's we're gonna after. Go great. Well, it's going to go great, but we won't get it. They're, they're going to withhold some information. But I think as we bounce back and forth, uh, our, our, our certain next objective is uh, to figure out everything we can about the Nor presence and on this planet and off this, yeah, off this planet. In this encounter, are we just, we're just trying to like get the, get the Drew up perspective, but yeah. should we maybe approach it in like kind of the exact same way we did with the mayor? Like, hey, we're on your side, totes, mm-hmm. what do you need? Mm-hmm. How can we help? That kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they can read our brains and find out that we're lying. Yeah. As long as they recognize the authority of the Calaris uh, initiative. So just to be clear, <laughs> your plan is to lie to the race of to psychics. The, to the psychic <laughs> telepath. We really do want everyone to like, you know what? We have to be careful with our words to not lie. We and do thoughts. want everyone. Yes, <laughs> we do want thoughts. everyone to, you know, leave happy mm-hmm. or whatever and emphasis yeah technically we do want we do want um the nalus uh, you know we want them here right because we want them to keep getting us money mm-hmm. yeah we want them to be happy so that's we not a lie we, we kind of we are on their side yeah. yes if we believe our own lie <laughs> yes exactly but we don't need yeah. that because we've all been rocking this mind mm-hmm. yeah. blocking. I mean, it's all Sir, what have you been doing the whole time? Do you not believe the Calaris, like, our whole goal? Inside my, my dome, there is only Tom Clancy. Calaris is. All right, so you are in the Nalu Quarter. Where are you headed? There is, you know, restaurants, hotels, uh, various shops. Everything you would expect, just lots of Drua around. Yeah, let's get dinner. The building with the biggest crystal. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, building with the biggest crystal. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Rex is not driving. Rex is not driving. Uh, I thought, but he's pointing it out. He's, he's like, let's driving. go there. Let's yeah. go there. Look at that. I'm like leaning but, over. I'm like, because you guys make me sit in the back seat. And I'm like, look over there. Get in the left lane. Get in the left lane. That's beautiful. Do we not know where that ambassador we were just talking about is? Do we not know where the, where they are? I mean, the building with the biggest crystal is the embassy. Well, then there you go. I guess that's correct. Let's go there. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I do. I do have the idea. I do have the idea of we should perhaps practice on a lower like ranking. Like we should just practice talking to Analu to see how our training stuff. Oh, I see. Before we do our big encounter of trying, you know, we need to see how how good we are at thought lying. To uh, okay. well, we're gonna have to talk to somebody to get into the right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. We could just check yeah. that. We could just go talk to the secretary. Or oh, we could go get coffee. <laughs> we could get some coffee. I am pretty tired. That coffee? was a long yeah. journey. Yeah. yeah. It was two weeks. You know, coffee. Did you have is. good coffee? Is that- yeah. I heard they have a siren's cup over here that we could go into. <laughs> Let's get coffee. We're gonna we're gonna check our thought lying. I wanna I wanna order something I don't like from a Nalu barista and see if they know I don't like it. Well, okay. <laughs> I mean, they may know you don't like it, but they're still going to give you what you ordered. (laughs) Yeah, how would we know if they knew? They know I don't actually want it. Are you allergic to anything? Ooh, probably. I I don't have a good constitution. (laughs) Maybe Boren could order something that he's he's allergic allergic to. to. Yeah. And then think a lot about it. (laughs) 
and then see if the Nalu says anything. The drew it. Is. Rex is going to ask for the bathroom door code but, and say that he's going to buy something, but he's not going to oh, buy anything. Oh, yeah. And see what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. So, so basically, you guys are all angling to get thrown out of an establishment. Yeah, we want to get thrown out of this coffee shop. <laughs> we take all our Calera stuff off. I yeah. would never. Yeah, I was going to say, that does not sound like something boring would you? <laughs> but it's in the name of, like, not besmirching the Calera because we're, mm. we're being bad. God, that's a good <laughs> point, Rick. Okay. I like it. I'll try a bit of <laughs> subterfuge, as it were. Excellent. This is exactly <laughs> what we need to test our theory. <laughs> I think the, I think uh, I think the I think the uh, out of character goal here is for Boren to prove him so wholly inadequate for this task that someone else like forces Boren out of being in charge of the next interaction with the Nalu. <laughs> like th- th- that Boren cannot control his thoughts so summarily that he is barred from talking to a high ranking. Who ambassador. is actually our best talky person? Like, is it you? It is boring, yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's the Perfect. only one that invested in I'm only in good at skills. talking when I have authority, is sort of the vibe. I don't know. Yeah, Do you think there's any chance we can, like, fight our way through this mm. mission? I, certainly at some point. I mean... We have those grenades. Rex holds up his grenade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do we but want to take a less diplomatic approach this, against Nalu? I mean, we. I think we, we all recognize. <laughs> I think we I'm have to really try it. We have to try it first. We have Let's to try. try we have to know we will yeah. fail. All right, we walk into this the coffee place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. We we bought we bought Absol ten minutes to to draft up a barista character uh, with stats. You didn't prep a barista. <laughs> she shakes her head. I thought you said you prepared for this, Absol. <laughs> you got baristas ready. <laughs> Come on, you knew we were gonna go to get coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so it's not technically coffee, but it is some other. It's a sort of caffeinated drink that's uh, native to Drua. Yeah. Cool. It's like a blue uh, milk. <laughs> uh, it's actually crystal tea. Ooh. Ooh. That sounds nice. Yeah, it's... So the water uh, is imported directly from Drua, and it is... Uh, which means it's very clear, and there's these uh, semi-soluble crystals that uh, they basically put in it, and they just sit at the bottom and slowly, slowly dissolve, and uh, it gives the water a very crisp taste and those crystals also suck a lot of the heat out so it's very cold which mm-hmm. on a tropical planet like Lysis is really nice and it's it's just really good it it's not like it has it has a taste but there's a sensation that comes with mm-hmm. drinking it that is really nice mm-hmm. cool. cool it looks like gold slogger goes down like water uh well well sir sir walks up to the counter and uh orders uh and is like uh I'll take one of those uh, crystal teas or whatever you know and in his head, he's thinking like, I don't drink. <laughs> I don't consume anything at all. And he's like, I wonder, I wonder if they're going to serve me. <laughs> thinking that will uh, somehow test it. Okay. Um, so the barista uh, is uh, a, a male Drua. And he looks at you and uh, uh, he looks at you and says, uh, yes, very well, sir. Uh, you can tell he is somewhat confused. He knew your name. Uh, but he, he knew your name. 
shit. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're fucked. We're gonna They're so good. They're so good. Um, just, to, just to impose upon you, there are a lot of Drua around here. Like I said, it's not all Drua, mm. but there's just the constant... It's so quiet here. Right. Like, normally you expect some, like, hustle and bustle, some people, like, talking just in the background. Right. No, it's almost dead silent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're definitely the loudest people. (laughs) We are making a scene. (laughs) Just being here, we can't even hold it together. (laughs) He makes up a drink, a glass of tea for you, and he drops the crystals in, and they sort of, little bubbles come off of them as they start to dissolve as they hit the water. And, uh... He passes it to you and says, uh, 0.3. All right, I I pay. Here, here you go, got it right here. Yeah, my buddy Sir here, he loves this stuff. He drinks it all the time. Drinks it up, don't you think? That you love, you would love to drink this right now. Yeah, and, uh... Actually, Sir is like, uh... Gotcha, I actually don't drink anything. <laughs> uh, and, and then... And then he like looks around the room and it's like completely quiet and he's like um, uh, there's a there's a lot of people staring at your group right now. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just right. Like so we're being stared entirely at. Entirely synchronized and just silently. Sir just like raises the the cup and is like uh, does anybody want this? I don't actually <laughs> drink or consume. I don't consume anything. Just I I bought this. Does anybody want to have this? Uh, I I take it from Sir. Oh. And I take a solid <laughs> swig of it. And it is very refreshing. I I feel the refreshment and I think, wow, oh my god, that's delicious. And then I turn to the barista and I say, this drink is disgusting and I think there's something wrong with it. Please take it back and refund our money uh, because this is terrible and I do not like it. And I just <laughs> like stare trying to read his face. Okay, that sounds like coercion to me. <laughs> I don't know what I'm actually after, though. I'm trying to suss out how good I am at this, <laughs> I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, how how coercive. I think a success is bad for the overall <laughs> goals of the mission, but... Right. You want to be coercing badly. I Well, well I'm, saying out of ca- I'm saying out of character. If Orin con- like, coerces this person, then yeah. he is led further into the idea... That he can trick Analu with right. into not believing his thoughts right, right, or not right. seeing his thoughts. So a success here is not ideal for uh, what needs to be accomplished. Here comes the roll. It's two failures, but four advantage. So what happens is, uh, Boren, you experience something you've not experienced before. You experience another entity in your mind. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and you uh, feel the barista as he uh, thinks at you. And what is most surprising about this is his thoughts are louder and your louder and more pervasive in your head than yours are. So his thoughts are like overriding yours while they're in there. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, "I have no idea why you're doing this, but it is quite frustrating. I will refund your money, but get out. You and your friends will re- leave my shop." Thank you very much. We're going to go. This has been great. Everyone, let's get back on the ship right now. Before I go, can I get the bathroom code? I promise I'll get back in line and get something. There's a long flight over here. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sir is like so embarrassed and is like, please don't refund the money. Actually, uh, you you got your you got your point three back. So, uh, Sir just puts it in the tip jar, like just immediately, just puts it right in the tip jar like that. I'm so sorry. Yes, he'll let you use the restroom. Rex, oh my gosh! But they always say, you know. Make sure you go before you go, kind of thing. Um, <laughs> he'll go in there. Uh, he'll stand around because he doesn't have to go. Um, and then he'll. <laughs> okay, if you didn't actually have to go, he would not have said yes. He would just said, "Get out." <laughs> no, that works. I thought that, I works. Had it. that works. Even that if you withhold information, it still counts. That, that counts. Yeah, it counts. I walk out and I go, "Whoa." <laughs> I <laughs> and I leave. <laughs> uh, when we get back on the ship, I immediately tell everyone, not only uh, what did I fail to repel the Nalu, but I would like to never, ever experience that ever again. Thank you. Uh, uh, if there's one thing I appreciate, it's being in control. And um, I can't more summarily describe to you how I was not in control uh, the moment that Nalu, that Drua entered my mind and I really feel as though I need to reckon with some things. Well, bad news. Uh, you got a job and the job is that we gotta, <laughs> we gotta do this, so. Well, somebody else gets to pretend to be captain for a little bit, okay? And I don't care who, but I need a shower. I thought we all did really well with our <laughs> mental training, did we not? Yeah. I thought we yeah. were all really good. Yeah. I got into the bathroom. Uh, Rex did get in the bathroom, so I think technically yeah. Rex is the most qualified. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rex is shaking, like, pretend to be captain. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> he's, he's, he's only he's a thinking that He's thinking it to himself, but he's like whispering it to himself. <laughs> I think the next goal is to fly there, but uh, Boren insists. Yeah, I think we're. I think yeah. we're going on to... not being on point. So the the person in the giant fancy mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. outfit with oh. the giant staff and the giant pauldrons. Yes, is the what is? It'll be a tough sell. Can we go back to our ship first? That's probably too. We've made it this far. We're in Nalu territory. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Sir is like kind of ignoring There's... some of the things you're saying yeah. in panic. Like he's fine. Yeah. Uh, he's fine. And he's we'll fine. like, we'll like spend the trip trying to like ramp you <laughs> back, me up, back you know? yeah. 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 You're like, you're good. Yeah. You're good. It was just, you know, the baristas are probably like particularly skilled. Oh, yeah. You, ever you know what I mean? It's a social job. No, you're right. It's yeah, a social they job. Need, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, need. they have to suss that kind of thing out, you know? Those people have. Yeah, yeah, they have so much practice every day. It's yeah. a social job, not like ambassador. Yeah, no, the it's ambassador. A tip <laughs> Ambassador's just a desk job, you know. Good thing you can't read our minds. <laughs> yep. Uh, so you fly in. Uh, as you approach uh, the the embassy compound, uh, you get a beep on your comms. Uh, not the airship comms, because the airship or the air car does not have comms on your personal comms. And a voice says, Welcome, Calaris. We're so happy to welcome you to our embassy. Oh no, they're gonna butter Boren up just the way he likes. <laughs> mm. They sound really nice. Mm -hmm. They're kind of yes. looks at Boren, like just assuming <laughs> mm -hmm. that Boren is just gonna immediately bounce back, but mm -hmm. like is very unsure. Mm, yes, thank you for recognizing our position. <laughs> 
<laughs> One of our diplomats is waiting to receive you. Mm. Vorin loves being received. <laughs> Sir and Gasha like like uh, exchange money between the two of them. It's unclear like who won and who lost, but. <laughs> All right, so sir, are you bringing it down? Yes, absolutely. We 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 land, we uh, we so land, and we're so ready for this. Uh, so the twining met the twining metal gates that have uh, very obvious crystalline uh, uh, accents are already open, and there is a Drua woman just waiting, uh, her hands gently clasped together uh, as you land in front of the embassy. And as you emerge, she spreads her hands and says, Ah, honored Calaris, thank you so much for gracing us with your presence. As soon as she starts talking, Rex is just going to start going through the entire Calaris inventory of weapons in his head and just like like field stripping all of them in his mind. He's like just staring Please, blankly. Be at trying ease. To not think about anything else. You are in no danger here. Well, we've come to meet uh, to discuss... Nalu's uh, the the Nalu Collective's terms in sort of the the recent events of uh, of life. Ah, uh, I see the unfortunate incidents that have plagued our 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 world. Yes, I am Saorna. Uh, I will take you. Uh, I will speak with you, and if needs be, we can uh, uh, see if we can't fit you into the ambassador's schedule. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was under the impression we would be, uh, this is a, this is an important matter that needs to be handled quickly, so I, I, I assumed we might be able to expedite any scheduling needs. Certainly, but the ambassador is a very busy woman. I am also a very busy member of the Calaris Initiative, doing my best to see that peaceful ends can be met, and, uh, delays will only delay... Uh, peace. I see, yes. Well, uh, we will make whatever accommodations we can. Boren's like already looking at Rex like, I'm ready to blow them up. <laughs> I don't like being <laughs> oh, disrespected. <laughs> Rex, Rex thinking that that's exactly what he's thinking. He's like, okay, okay. Yes. So I just want, yes. <laughs> I just want to clarify. This is what you're thinking. You're <laughs> thinking yeah. these things. Yeah. Before Boren looked at him, he was continuing to go alphabetically through the weapons list, but then he made that look that he's done like maybe once before. What we're going to do is we're going to have you all roll discipline to see how well uh, you manage to uh, keep your thoughts to yourself. Uh, I expect my roll to be easier than Matt's or Paul's. Okay? Yes, yes, it will be. Okay. All right. So, sir. I want you to pick one of your, uh, I want you to pick either, because of your four threat, I want you to pick either your uh, fear, flaw, or desire. Um, I will choose, yeah, okay, all right, I see where we're going here. Um, let me look at what my, ooh, I'm definitely going to choose my fear. What is Sir's fear again, for the uh, listening audience? Nemesis is. All right, uh, so sir, you are unaware of this, of course, but just for the listening audience, uh, this uh, Druid diplomat, Saorna, has become aware of your uh, fear of your personal nemesis. I, w I will not uh, reveal who, who Sir's nemesis is yet. And so that was three of your threats, so you also take a strain. Uh, Gasha and Rick, uh, one strain from your threat as well. 
just because I guess having I'll roll. To, yeah, having to keep your mind so ordered and just mm -hmm. so under lock and key. Oh look, Rex did nice. it. <laughs> look at that. Steel trap. Uh Rex, you do take three strain from your uh from your threat. So what am I rolling against again? This is just for my thoughts. Yeah, I passed you some dice. Roll discipline against that. Discipline, that's right. Three successes, oh! two threats, one triumph. Wow. Ooh, very I very am nice. a steel cage. And did you right. you didn't actually use a story point, did you? I did not. Well I forgot oh, to. Nice. I needed to upgrade one more, didn't I? Let's I mean yeah, whatever. We can say it. This is fine. This fine. So yeah, Boren it manages to keep uh his thoughts ordered enough that uh this uh Drua can't read them. You manage to mentally lie to this uh, Drua and get her to think you think something that you don't actually. And what is that? Well, I have to assess what Boren's thinking, which Boren's been going through a crisis of identity recently. The, the goal of this conversation was to get into me, and he was immediately insulted that he was not a high priority for the ambassador. <laughs> but he wants to see them now, so he would hope that his sort of sternness that in eyeing Rex was like, I this is not going well, is seen as seriousness of we need to be taken seriously and, and be seen. We, we, we should be expedited, essentially. Yeah, but let's make that a lie. Like, what if the lie was, because we actually talked earlier about a potential lie, and it was uh, that we are on the Nalu's side, that we are here to work for them. Right. Yeah. The, the 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 thought being how can I assist how how am I gonna help these Nalu get what they want if we're sitting in a lobby waiting around and not being you know taken mm -hmm. to who see. we can Ooh, help yeah yeah and are you that you have you feel an earnest sense of urgency yes that that we need to help the Nalu and we need to help right now yeah all right so you do take uh, two strain from your threats just because. It's just so hard being this mentally engaged the entire time. <clears throat> but you do manage to uh, deceive Saorna. We were talking about using a story point to just make it so that the ambassador is suddenly available. Um, and I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I think like an emer emergency courier like will like run up and be like, hey, she has 30 minutes available. It's actually not nearly as dramatic as that. So Orna's leading you up. She's slithering up the, the pathway. The Drua do not use stairs uh, for very obvious reasons. Right. <laughs> uh, so everything here is ramps or pathways. But as she's as you get near the door, uh, she uh, turns to you and says, and, with, and what luck, the ambassador has informed me that uh, she has some time available to speak with you. Uh, she leads you through uh, the the embassy. Uh, it is probably Boren has seen nicer because this isn't actually on Drua, so they don't have access to like all the super high tier Drua artisans. But this is a very fancy place. Uh, there's everything here. There's just like a constant subtle ring or hum of just the crystal all around you. And every, every, anything that's not made of crystals made of gentle twining strings of metal. It's just very pretty in here. Uh, and she leads you up a ramp to a very large uh, archway. They don't actually have a door. Um, and so Orna kind of bows and gestures and says, uh, may I introduce Ambassador Ka'andres? 
And we're going to leave it off there for Ooh. next time. Ooh. Yay. We made it all we the way it. to we... the door of <laughs> person to me. <laughs> we met two NPCs, <laughs> y'all. Technically three. Hey, we invented a barista, okay? We. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the barista. We even had a name. We just never got to it. Oh, oh we no didn't one even ask him his name. name. We're so oh, rude. God, we were the worst to... customers. <laughs> I was trying to be on the barista side. <laughs>